still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The cock's a little slow this morning. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. And we're off and running for a Wednesday morning, a beautiful one, uh, getting ready to uh, get halfway through the week. I was talking to a friend of mine in Chicago. It was 80 degrees in Chicago yesterday. It's 23 right now. I don't know how that happened. They're having like a massive It was 81 in uh, in St. Louis. It's in the high teens to start today. I just looked because I'm like, that can't be a thing. So, again, uh, every time you go, this place sucks, think about that. It does not. It is paradise. From October till around January, absolute paradise. And January kind of sometimes sucks. February gets a little cruddy. It's like, nah, nah, a little too cold to do good stuff. And then it starts again uh, middle February and goes until around middle of May, early May. And we're in paradise. We're in heaven. This is amazing. Today's going to be another perfect day. So stop complaining about help and make the most of this. I like seasons. Well, you're an idiot. <laughs> Turn your air conditioner way down then. Don't be a fool. Uh, I got a couple of amazing emails. I have got to get to these. This one, well, I'll just start with this one. This is the first one. It says, uh, you'll like this, Brett. This is going to, I have a feeling this may start a trend. This email starts, uh, Rabbi Holmberg. God <laughs> damn it. I'm in already. <laughs> I, know. I, I know. When I read it, I'm like, Brett, Brett emailed me, son of a bitch. So I'm, I'm sure I'm not going to be able to stop the emails flying in that say Rabbi Holmberg now. Thank you, Gilbert Moms. You know, as much as I feel like I stomped on them pretty good and sort of proved my point with all of the Gilbert Goon uh, momery going so crazy for a while, and I was saying, you're all losing your minds. This is mob mentality. You are, uh, you're going nuts. Calm down, and everything will calm down. You're creating the problem. You're escalating. Gilbert moms were creating a frenzy and acting hysterical, and I was pointing out, you're being hysterical. They lashed out at me as a person who wants teens dead, and in some cases, they're not wrong. But all teens, that's ridiculous. So they kept throwing that at me, and I just said, well, in a couple of weeks, when you're back at Postino talking about Melissa's shoes, you'll have proven me right. Yes, I think I kind of won the Gilbert Moms versus Stephen Holmberg battle. But what they won was this anti-Semitism towards me thing, (laughs) which is just wildfire. And it wasn't even one of the moms. Leave it to a Gilbert mom who's a man. The dude that emailed that called me the... Biden-loving cuck, big-nosed Jew, I believe is what it was. Something like that. And boy, did you guys run with that. Anyway, it says, rap, this is the best This is the best Brett email I've ever gotten. And I saw it, and I'm like, God damn it. But it makes me laugh. Rabbi Holmberg, I'm considering a nose job. What's kept you away from having that massive beak shaved down to nearly human size? Shalom, Hector. 
<laughs> First off, you, Hector. Good morning. Hector, I got a big nose. This guy's got a beak. Why doesn't he do it? Why would he stay? <laughs> do How do we even answer that? Rabbi Holmberg. It's funny, but if you're serious, I don't know what keeps you. What, uh, you got to see a picture of your nose. It's not that funny, Brett. That's pretty good. Go. <laughs> what has kept you from having your massive beak shaved down to nearly human size? He doesn't even assume that doctors can get it back to human shape. I don't know. I don't think it would help. There's a lot wrong with my face. Uh, the beak is... Shut up, Hector. Why am I answering this? <laughs> you. I just think about the, the, the rhinoplasty stuff for the... Like our our uh, buddy, Billy Thrall. Oh, Billy. Yeah, well, he didn't... Yeah, and, but he and just had was a, deviated septum. Yeah, that was like a medical just procedure. messing around and... Man, what a headache that yeah, his was. His wasn't a nose job, though. It was a... No, he literally he could not breathe. Ford, regardless. Yeah. I also have a deviated septum, not as bad as Billy. He couldn't breathe. Mine's just annoying and dries out one side of my nose pretty bad. Yeah. So, Rabbi, yeah. Shalom back to you, Hector. I don't know. <laughs> if you feel like it makes your face more symmetrical, if I felt that, I would do it. If I felt like they could, well, I don't know. Go f*** yourself. I'm not <laughs> done answering that. Actually, you got a postino well, I mean, I want to. I don't know why I want to answer. Why? Because I'm really answering you like for helping myself. people, no, John. No, that's not about. No, it has nothing to do with him. I'm really asking. I'm asking myself because, in a way, Hector's right. Why haven't I shaved this thing down to a regular size? No. Just wait. He's going to work on that face. He's been talking about it for years. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yesterday I got sculptor and you Botox. And it was awesome. You can't tell. I do. I tastefully do it. You and Rabbi John Jay. That sculptor stuff is outstanding. It, like, adds collagen to your face. That's incredible. It's expensive, but it's worth it because it makes your skin and face feel better. And you don't have, uh, you know, chubby people don't have to worry about it. But when you get thinner, your face draws in. So you get, like, sucked-in spots, your cheeks and your eyes and stuff like that. This stuff helps. I love it. Botox I'm doing just to freeze my head. And I still, you know, it's kind of neat. I think I enjoy it. Yesterday, I got lidocaine shoved in my face for something or on it, and it gets by your eyes. And you ever go, to, you know, when you go to the dentist and you get a shot in your mouth and you can't move your mouth right? It kept my eyes from being able to blink. So you're like, my left eye was going, my right eye was just fluttering for like five minutes. It was the, it was the coolest feeling I've ever had. Are you turning into another Jew? We're going to start calling John Rivers over here, man. What is this? It's getting all these needles in your face oh, and everything? Oh, oh, John Jay's like, oh, nah. I'm going for it. No, Welcome John, to the club. I don't know what. Now, see, I've done, I've done the Botox. I've done the sculptor thing. What John Jay's doing is massive facial transformations. Next level stuff, It's bro. weird because I'm like, I just don't want to look like I'm pounding stuff into my head immediately. Maybe over time, I can start looking a little bit like a softball you drew a face on. I'm fine with that. But he did it, like, so quick. People noticed, and they're like, something. I th- you know what I think it is? It's that phony hair he's got in. That that changed a lot. Like, it just, it that all looks, be. and he froze the whole damn thing. There's no there's no expression on his face at all. I can move my face around a little bit. At least when you move your eyes, your face moves, too. I still have, like, you can tell yeah. your eyes are moving where it looks like some people get it done. Yeah. It's just like a mask. Like you're trapped behind a mask. Yeah. yeah. That's the goal for me, but not right now. I'm building to it. I don't want to scare people the first day. I want like 10 years from now, people ask me like, oh my, what happened? Like nothing. And then I just put my eye drops in because my eyes won't close. How bad was the car wreck? Yeah, it'd be pretty great. 
You'll never get questioned at the Biltmore. No, God, no, please. It's everywhere. And it's more people than you think. Like, there's a ton of people. Every time I talk to somebody, like, I've done it. I do it. I'm like, I know. It's okay. Uh, but that's why Rabbi Holmberg has not gotten his nose done. I don't think it helps. I don't think my face uh, helps out. See, now that dude. That's going to be you. No. <laughs> it, there's something going on there that's different. And he needs a nose job, too. If he's going to do it, I mean, that thing's a, that's a big beak, too. Well, Jesus. He's, is he making fun of Russell Crowe? Yeah, he's got no room to talk. He's getting a, yeah. a doppelganger. Yeah, what's the hair? Yeah, something's, something's really going on there. It's over, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty it's much over. all over there, bro. But anyway, <laughs> so hopefully, Hector, that answers your question. Shalom and go f*** yourself. <laughs> I don't know. It's also kind of scary to get a nose job because you end up with that. You get a bad one. I've seen people who have bad nose jobs. You get a bad nose job, and the next thing you know, you're like, oh, no, I'm Michael Jackson, which I think is the ironic part of all these ladies' surgeries. I think almost every what we call super attractive woman today Looks the way Michael Jackson was trying to look. The weird shaved down strange nose, those big eyes. The I think Michael Jackson, or transvestite from the 80s with all the makeup and stuff. I think today's standard of beauty for a lot of the, and it's the Kardashians' fault. A lot of people just, they look like Michael Jackson to me. Like Michael, like Latoya more than Michael. And I'll wander around and I'll look at like the Scottsdale girls or those OnlyFans things or stuff that they, the Insta, Instagram influencers. And I'm like... Michael Jackson would have been like an attractive woman today. Back then, he was a freak. He was a man who's a pioneer in not only music, but in the butchering of faces. Boy, Daryl Hannah really screwed herself up, too. Yeah, and then there's that. You start, you get one, and that's the problem. You mean Mrs. Young? They cut you bad once, and then you got to go fix that. Yeah, look at that. Man. And again, Daryl Hannah's also 70, and we haven't oh, seen know, her since but, Kill Bill. Oof. So it's one of those things where when and that... spoons with Neil Young every day, so that yeah, she still age good next That'll year. age you. But that gap between when the last time we saw her and now, and you expect to see what you saw last time, and this new thing shows up, That's it's not fair to do. But yeah, nose job can be, ah, eh, now I need this done, now and then you're Mickey Rourke. Then you're just, <laughs> then you're that guy. All right, now, I'll look on my email. Mickey Cox screwed herself up, too. Though. All my goddamn emails now start with Rabbi Holmberg. All right. <laughs> this one says, take it from me, Shlomo Finkelstein. Get it done. Oh, okay, that's, the Gilbert Moms <laughs> won that battle. I had to take a couple of shots, but the Gilbert Moms won that battle. They, they created an anti-Semitic... And it's not surprising that Gilbert started a, a I don't know, judgmental racist movement. That doesn't surprise me at all. All those white Mormons out there. They're pros at it. Yeah, they're great at being bigots. What are your people doing out there, Brady? Just like real ones. Yeah, real bigots. Ah, they're living in the, the life of in Gilbert. The fashion, you know. Yeah. No, they're, they're, they're very happy out there. You know, The whole point of that little enclave is to get away from diversity. Right. It's all supposed to look white and be white. And it's, it's basically Idaho in the East Valley. They're, they love that. You should go out there, go to Postino's, get your bottle, get yourself a bottle of Manischewitz on your table <laughs> yeah, and stuff. And just, just, well, just they would have me arrested. the right way. What's the juke, Manischewitz? <laughs> the second I order it, uh, sirens go off. The next thing you know, there'll be a synagogue out here. Yeah, I should play it up and go, yeah, well, you built the Jew. I might as well show up. I'm like, Jesus now. Only the one you don't like. The non-Mormon one. Anyway, so thanks for all that crap. Rabbi Holmberg. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> Hector, you know. And I should have just shut up about it, but it was funny. So That's I live for the jokes beyond. 
She at the deli. I'm in on the jokes. <laughs> right. I'll see you at Chompy's. Bagels and locks. <laughs> I like the jokes more than I like myself, but that one, the rabbi. And this is because it's offensive to people I'm not even representing. So I'm being offended for people. I'm, I am literally Jesus. I'm taking on the sins of the Jews, and I'm not even a Jew. It's, it's not fair. Yeah, here they come. Here they come. The rabbi homeless. Here's another email I got. That I have, I, I just, uh, you guys are just opening up my emails like it's, this is great. Listen to this. It says, hey, Holmberg, want to hear something awesome? The story of ultimate success. You know how you guys have your cha-ching Chavez lifestyle? Yeah. Yeah, we do. It's pretty great. Well, you can't top this. Saturday morning at about 5.30, I had cops come to my house. And we're not talking about cops in uniform. We're cops in suits. Feds. Uh, I run a couple of businesses, and my dad and I started a, a remediation company that turned into a few other businesses, and my wife owns a couple of gyms. Anyway, the cops came, said my house was being targeted by cartel people, and they expected they would be invading sometime in the next day or so. So we had to get out of our house Saturday. We got the all clear last night, which would have been, I guess that would have been last night. Uh, Because evidently, eight dudes were involved, and they were all, quote, as the police officer said, eliminated as a threat. And I have no idea what that means. I asked, did you kill them? They said, don't worry about them anymore. My wife and I are absolutely spinning this story. We have a house and a property, uh, and it's so awesome that people actually tried to steal it. (laughs) And before you ask, we're not drug dealers or we're even involved in that life. My wife is a former Mormon, and I'm as straight arrow as they come. Craziest thing. That has ever happened to us. We used to live in Mason, then we moved to Chandler. Our businesses got huge. We made enough money that we could get some property in Florida five years ago. We still listen to the podcast during the day. Top this American success story, starring uh, Charles and Kendra. By the way, uh, in reality, we were scared S-less. I have never been more afraid in my life, especially because we had no idea this was happening. They've been targeting our home for over eight months. We live on a big property. No one would have found us for days. The feds were incredible, by the way. How about that? Man. It almost sounds like a scam, though. Like, I dude would, show up and tell you to get out of your house. It's I emailed like, them back. Man. That's the first thing I said. Yeah. I'm like, I would have never believed two dudes in suits that said, you got to go. We're stealing your house. I'm like, yeah, you're stealing my house. This is part of the... I want to... Evidently, it was documented, proven. Here's what you need to know. Here's this and that. Here, Do you know this guy? Do you know this? And it was like knocked down. But I, I didn't know that was a thing. They, they just inv- invaded the dude's house. Make and it, that happen. It wasn't to keep it. It was to have a little safe zone to move on somewhere else. So they just saw this was like a little area they could do. We need this yeah. This neutral ground. How yeah. about that? And if Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith show up at my house in no suits, I'm, right, like, right. I'm like, yeah, all right, pal. Right. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Screw you. And you don't yeah. even remember it. <laughs> do you feel, oh, okay, that's over. Uh Let's just move back in. Right. Another. How, how, yeah. yeah, How, all clear. A, you've got to be convinced it was real. And then after it was real, you have to be convinced, okay, what else don't I know? Like, if you got eight, you, you, you guys know about people who want to do it. Do you know about all of them? Did you get the right guys? I mean, am I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go back. Cause if you'd convinced me, okay, you got to get out of this house. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Now you've given me all the info I need to get out. You got to do some serious convincing to get me back in there. Yeah. Or you set that house up like the last Rambo. Oh yeah, no. dealing with the cartel. 
those people, I don't Start care how making tunnels. How, I don't care how liberal they may have been before. <laughs> I guarantee you, they're not calling for any gun bans now. No, they got Trump stickers yeah. in the back yeah. of their trucks today. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are most definitely going out and getting. Uh, if they lived here still, Mo Money Pond would have brand oh, new man. customers because oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I've read about stuff like that. It's a thing of movies where the cartel comes and invades. I've seen those I Survive stories where a guy got nabbed by the cartel because he had a beautiful home and they'd been targeting him and then they kept him and his wife hostage for days and then the one time months they kept his, him in a box for a year and a half in some undisclosed location thinking that he could pay him. So he's got his money, he's got his house. They might have just taken you aside and gone for some sort of ransom. How crazy is that? Well, thanks for listening. Man, man. So I don't know. I, what, what, I'm with you, Brett. I don't know that I would have bought it. And I don't then think next I would you know, have. I'm in a field. Right. I don't think I would have. And poor people. You, you mean can... to begin with? Yeah. I mean, I two dudes just show up and be like, uh, somebody's going to take over your house. You got to get out of here. I would have oh, like, taken yeah, okay, pal. hours. Yeah. I wouldn't even have invited him in. First off, I probably wouldn't have answered the door. Right. Yeah. I don't know what I would I don't know what I'd have done. I just it, don't think I would have. I mean, it's... two dudes in a suit flashing a badge at the window. I'd be like, nah, come on. That's not a thing. What about you? I mean, you wouldn't question it or well you're gonna verify it i mean just I'm, I'm sure they went beyond flashing a couple of badges and explain well and also uh you know, the situation part of it the guys that were with them stayed with them yeah so wherever they ended up they had these two dudes there the whole time so it wasn't like they're just like off you go figure it out they like were in custody even then it sounds like you know like they're just keeping an eye yeah, on you while they, I'm, i mean i'm the same man. i, I would have it would have taken I'll, I wouldn't have answered the door. If a cop standing at my door with a badge, I'm like, no, home invasion. Not answering. Yeah. And I'd say it through the window. I'm not answering. Could be a home invasion. What do you want? I've done. And that's because I know I've done absolutely nothing wrong. Well, this is for your safety. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people don't come to my house to make sure I'm okay. Go off you go. Then the next night, the doorbell rings. It's Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> ah, damn it. Those guys were legit. <laughs> the cartel wants your home. Get off my property, you f- liars. Go home. Get out. I'm going to call the police on you. I'm glad it worked out for them that they made yeah. the right decision, but I don't think I would have. I actually may have called my cop buddies and said, there's two guys at my door. Can you come check them out? Like have the real cops show yeah. up Have my buddy Ben show up, say, Ben, I need your help or send my Doug over a couple of my pals who were cops who would come over and say, yeah, this is a legitimate deal. Like these guys are legit feds and that's it. But isn't that like a fourth amendment thing? Is that the fourth amendment? What's the one where they can't seize your house? Like the government can't just, you have to give it up. I guess that's giving it up, but they can't, I, I don't think there's a, they can't like just automatically can, need your house. I think the government house. can. No, they can't. Constitutionally, out. you cannot go. Only if say, you're on uh, water or, Protects people from unreasonable searches and seizures by the government. That's it. Yeah. But that's the point. No, you can't. You can't. Soldiers can't come. Police can't come. Authorities can't come and say we're going to live in your house. Can't be done. Like that's not constitutional. That's against the constitution. You can't. You can't just because you can't just that, say that. You can't just go. You would. Yeah. You have a right to say no. It's my property. No, but it's different. I think the only exception is um, properties on water. If they eminent domain. If well, eminent domain war- is them taking it from you. During, you get a uh, fee. If, because they have to say yeah. if, well, we, we're fighting, yeah, we're going to use your property. You have property. to declare that. I don't know that you you don't have to house soldiers. I'm almost positive the Constitution is if you don't want them you there, they can't them, be can, there. You, I mean, you're, you can own the property on the water, but it's 
I don't. I would. I would doubt that that's reality to be. Because then why wouldn't they just take it and keep it? And then you're out. Because property and water is probably worth millions of dollars. I'm not giving that to anybody just so they can say, yeah, yeah just to give you a threat out the but when it, I don't no. know if it still stands, but they're saying yeah. in times of war. Yeah, I, don't, I think that was the whole point in times of war that you don't have to have soldiers in your house. I don't know. Apparently, no soldiers is Third Amendment. I'm is that number three? I'm, I'm going to look okay. at it. Yeah, because I don't remember which one's what. It's been a while. But I just know that they're not allowed to just come to your house and say, hey, this is ours for a while. Get out. Can't be done. No soldier in, uh, shall in time of peace be quartered in any house without consent of the owner, Maybe nor in time of war, but in a manner to be prescribed by law. Right. And you're talking about the Constitution, right? Yeah. yeah. And you said, I'm not sure if that still applies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good point, Richard. Way to go, Biden Richard. Lever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And who's the cuck now, Brady? <laughs> I don't think that old rag matters Maybe anymore. Maybe in times of war, I'm not sure that still applies. Yeah, no, that's that's still yeah, they, yeah, that they can't. Still applies. They can't just roll into your house. Yeah, yeah. pretty much Constitution, uh, despite what Brady tries to tell you, <laughs> applicable. I'm, I'm <laughs> twisted on this. I don't re- recall saying. Well, well that's what he just it. asked you. Yeah, he said, do you, "Did somebody say that still applies?" And you said, "Yeah." <laughs> you, I think you did say, "I don't think that applies." Well, not the soldiers in the house, but as far as wa- uh, having property on water. During wartime, yeah, there's I've there never a, heard of that. I don't think that's a thing because even right, he just read the third said yeah. in times of peace or war, they can't just take your house. You don't want that because then they just declare war against something and steal all their houses and go, that ah, wasn't much, but they're ours now. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one in the Constitution because during the Revolutionary War, they were just blowing into houses like this is ours now. Take it over. Like, what? Yeah, can't do that. That was what they were mad about the British. You should just go, this is it. Get yeah. out. This belongs to us now. Anyway, interesting. And here's the other thing about old Charles and Kendra. When I haven't said this to him, they'll hear it in the podcast probably later today. You're up to something. Nobody just targets your place. You're, you've done some laundering or you're up to no good somewhere down the what line. What is it about that? Ozark's out there. Right. Yeah, you're not. You, you did. Relax, Jason Bateman. Don't give me that bull straight arrow. Former Mormon. We just sat here innocent as could be and the cartel wanted a piece of us. You owed, some, you owed somebody something about something. It wasn't all crystal clear, Charles. I want to know the real story. When I emailed him back, I haven't heard about it yet, but when I emailed him back. It was a card game. Yeah. Yeah, it's, eh, you can't, something happened there. They, they they got to know you. You know, they saw you doing something, and then you were, you did it, something. You did maybe, you said you ran a remediation company. You probably did a little work on a cartel guy's house. Gave him a deal. He gave you a little something in return. Next thing you know, you're in his pocket. But Brett knows how this works. You do work for a guy. I heard about it. He does a little work for you. Next thing you know, he needs you. We'll borrow his house for a little while. You don't have to know about that, but you kind of owe. Remember when Tony Soprano, this is how I learned everything from that. <laughs> Tony Soprano, when the neighbor owed him money, when Buco. Yeah. When Buco owed him money. And he blew up his restaurant because he's like, eh, well. You also know. got a sporting goods store. We're still exactly. best friends. Well, that was the other guy. He, yeah. took his, he took his car and gave it to his daughter. Why? And we were gambling. We played some poker. I was into him for a couple grand and. I didn't have it. I didn't get it back to him. Well, I'll just take your entire store then. That's how this works. You did some. You probably owe him $4,000. You don't even know. It might even be a landscaper. Four grand to go cut out some of your Florida swamp. And you haven't paid him in a timely fashion. He's like, all right, I understand. We'll take the house. 
but the feds got wind of it, and you didn't. You're a straight arrow, so you're probably oblivious. You're probably a rose-colored guy, oblivious to the fact that somebody would do that, that you've been dealing with some bad people. You do business with some bad people. Sometimes bad people business shows up at your door. I want the truth, Charles and Kendra. I'm no dummy. I find your story fascinating, but don't go spinning it that you're so successful. Cartels just want to steal your stuff. They had to know about your stuff. I know about you. You laundered their money. You did something strange. That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> but it's a great story. And no, I don't have that cha-ching. That, that cha-ching Chavez lifestyle's past me. No one's tried to steal my home. And I don't necessarily think I want to get to that level of success. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> These people just keep trying to steal my house. I mean, I'm just so incredibly successful. But, yeah, I, I hope it all works out there. But, my goodness. My goodness. Then this guy. Now, see, we can't even make a joke about Brady's Constitution thing. Guy goes, for accuracy, though, Trump's the one who says he wants to suspend the Constitution, not Biden. Oh, for God's there sake. There we go. Both <laughs> sides are barking about how the Constitution doesn't apply here, doesn't apply there. Got to change this, the gun thing. Oh, the, lib, the libs are screaming about changing the amendments for guns and everybody. Ah, gack. Here for the laughs. Don't start bringing both of those morons into it like I've got a side. This one said, <laughs> Don't start pretending like you know anything about the Constitution, you liberal hook nosed. All right, that's <laughs> enough. Beating me down with this thing, I'm not even, I'm being slurred against my. <laughs> it's not how it goes. And the liberals do have more of a we hate the Constitution vibe than the, the right. Oh, here we go. Here we well, go. I'm just saying the righties are too into it, way yeah. too into it. And the lefties are way too into like banning stuff and censorship and all that. So, And the righties are into censorship just in their own weird ways. Neither of them respect it. Let's just say that. The, the faster we all kind of reveal that the, the tribe we've joined isn't really respecting the thing we love, the faster we'll be better off. Neither side really respects the Constitution properly. My guy likes it better than your guy. Yeah, but they both don't like it right. They both really are, are wrong about it in so many areas. Let it breathe. Anyway, what are you going to do? And if you do have a nice house, be careful. Evidently, the cartel just sits and wait and tries to take it. Even though the cartel's got billions. Just curious about yeah, and the property and what makes it such a... Wow. About this. Usually it's spatial Again, awareness. Something based a, lot of, on a lot of spots you can hide things. stuff. And it's big property. He said he has a big property. If you're in Maryville, don't worry about it. Yeah, if you're living in Maryville. You're good. You're, I'm worried about you taking my house. <laughs> yeah, you got to be out in the middle of kind of nowhere. Living, living the dream on some sort of acreage with swampland. It's Florida. He's got a lot of places that could be, you know, useful to the cartel. Also... You did something. You don't. You just don't fall into that. They don't just pick a beautiful home and take it from unsuspecting people. Either they think you're involved or you are involved. Charles, am I making your butt tighter right now by saying this? Because deep down you know and you can't let your wife know that you, you know, I did a little work for some guys and we owed them. You don't bail out on that stuff. I would guess, my guess would be one of his businesses funneled some cash 
because he didn't get real specific. When you say, oh, this business led to that, business led to this, usually there's some money laundering going on in there you might not even know about, like one of your accountants or something. <laughs> Heck, I had uh, my ex-wife, we started a business. Uh, she was in marketing and advertising. We started a business that was gangbusters in the first eight months. This was in the year 2000. Gangbusters. Oh, I was like, this is great. We're going to be out of the, we're going to be out in five or six years if this stays on this pace. Crushing it. And I wasn't crushing anything. I was doing, I was flying back and forth doing afternoon radio here in Phoenix, thinking I hated radio so much, but I still did it for the check. And then she started to just go crazy. So I'm flying in on Fridays and leaving on Monday mornings to do the show, spending weekends together, having a, it was the best time ever because it was zero responsibilities. And then you just had a little party on the weekends and you'd leave. So I'd fly in on a Friday and go back on a Monday. And I remember uh, just sitting there thinking, man, this, this, I invested my money, almost everything I had into this thing. And she was pushing all her chips in and it was going really well. Uh, I come home on a Friday, open the door, she's in tears. We got friends coming down from the central coast. They were coming down from like Paso and they were going to come in. We were going to go hang around for the weekend. So they're on their way. My plane lands. I get to the house, walk in the door. She's sobbing. I'm like, what's going on? And she goes, and I forget the lady's name. Allison. Yeah. No, it wasn't Allison. That oh, was, you know, you didn't know her. It was a different woman. It was just some lady they hired there in California. Knocks on the door. Allison was the one who was in charge of the whole thing. Yeah. The accountant knocks on the door and says, uh, I've embezzled everything. I've spent it all. I took everything out. I've been hiding the money. I've been spending it. I've been going back and forth with it. It's over company's dead and gone like what it's dead and gone like i've i blew it all i'm turning myself in i can't repay you i'll try but i'm gonna be in jail for a long time knocked on every employee's door there were only like eight people knocked on all their doors and said yeah i i shot still walking huh he's still walking oh no it was a woman and no right to jail like no, that's not what i'm talking no, about. oh yeah i know what you're saying yeah no as far as i know brett no still alive <laughs> should have called me at that point it just came to an end, but she got into some bad trouble with some bad people and was using company money to pay them. And then the company realized she's got a lot more, or the bad guys realized she's got a lot more company money she can go to. So they started to strong arm her, and then she just started to use it, churning things in and out, investing for them and taking from, it was cool. Just a big Ponzi? It, for Yeah, but Man. on the side. So you don't even know, like you're, somebody at your business can just knock on the door and go, things are over. And you try to use insurance and try to go, this can't just end this way. Sure can. Basically, when you trust somebody with all the money and they do something terrible with it, you find out, uh-oh. You just have to push it back in or not or try to get them to pay it back. She didn't have a penny. She was backwards so far it was ridiculous. So I say, okay, we can get, she can pay back as time goes on. But that was it. They had to close the doors the next day. Crazy. It just went away. So you never know when somebody in your business or somebody in your world is dabbling with the cartel. She should have went away. And they start looking around going, who else is in this company? Because they probably think everybody's in on it. If I was in the cartel, and I'm like, okay, we're getting money from that company. Who's in charge of that thing? Jim and this guy and that guy? All right, we'll just go to their houses. Crazy. But it could happen. Luckily, young enough at the time that all of my money wasn't a ton of money. It was just all I had. And I still had a gig. She was very employable. We got back up quick, but it was it was a punch. It was a, quite a punch. It was yeah, it was pretty neat. 
And it's a good story now. Because, you know, everybody's okay. But man, oh, man. And then the worst part is you got house guests. Like 45 minutes away. It's a fun weekend. And they're driving in. So it's like, they we what do we do? We had tickets to some show or thing, and I don't even remember what it was. It was Stomp in Hollywood. We had to go. <laughs> we're going to go see Stomp. We had tickets that I'm like, I don't know what. To, and sh- it was just a mess. Hi, guys. Where do we put our bags? I don't know. Up your ass. We're not in the mood for you people right now. <laughs> this is terrible. But the cartel would have seen our house in California and gone, nah, we'll just go to the neighbor's place. <laughs> it, was a, it was a very average home. <laughs> but it can happen. You never know. Keep an eye on all your stuff. That's all. But I still think Charles and Kendra were... Uh, Something's missing. It's not me, right? That's it's stuff. Ozarks. It is Ozarks. It really Jason is. Jason Bateman. It is absolute Ozarks. You're right. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. And we'll scream it together. You call us, 585-9800, and we'll play what you like. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98KUPD. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Jerk offs. Uh, it is uh, Mike and the Molotovs. Thank you very much. What's that? Uh oh. I don't like the look of that. Oh, okay. Never mind. Thought it's got breaking news. It was old news. Good. Oh. Uh, please don't let John Jewberg do anything to his nose. <laughs> Sitting around eating Jujubees, laughing at that nose is one of my favorite pastimes. Screw you. <laughs> Who's that? David. <laughs> Appropriate name to yell at the rabbi. Hey. Anyway, stop. I'm getting a lot of emails of people like, hey, do you know these comedians? Do you know these guys? The ones that the ones that are getting bounced out in Seattle. I don't know if you've seen the Seattle thing, but they, uh, there's a comedy club in Seattle that's decided to say, uh, we're going to cancel guys we've booked. Their shows that haven't even happened yet are going to not happen now because the club has, and they sent out a letter that was really bad to me that said basically our neighborhood is a progressive one. And we feel that your comedy doesn't suit our neighborhood, and it's just not worth it to have you guys in. Um, one of them is Jim Florentine, who's been in here a couple of times. It's been a long time since Jim's been here. He used to be on Stern Show all the time, and he dated Robin Quivers. He was Robin's oh. uh, boyfriend for, that was 25 years ago, maybe longer. And Florentine's great. I think he's very funny. I don't see him as political, although I've seen him on, I think he's done Fox stuff here recently. I think I've seen little clips of him on that. Um but uh, they have, like, these guys. Kurt Metzger was one of the four, included Dave Smith. I'm not a big uh, – I don't know who that is. Luis uh, Gomez and Jim Florentine. The Capitol Hill Comedy Bar in Seattle uh, basically got told by their uh, someone, and they, some busybody in that area said, oh, these are the types of comedians you're going to have in our neighborhood. This doesn't rep- reflect back on what we are. So uh, – 
that one of the comedians actually said, I looked at their lineup, that place is going to go out of business anyway if they're canceling these guys and bringing in who they're bringing in. It's, it sounds like a small, cruddy comedy club. Um, but Kurt Metzger said, wow, I got canceled for a, a show that they booked. Okay, yeah. so I'll just make a new weekend. I just won't go there. But who's buying tickets to a show of a comedian that's going to, well, I guess that's a dumb question, but I mean to, to the point where the whole club is worried that the neighborhood is just going to revolt and burn them down for comedians' ideas. You go to a comedy club. I, I've said this a billion times. No holds barred. You might get your feelings hurt. You might hate the jokes that are up there. I remember going up one time, being the only guy in the audience laughing hysterically at the incredibly educated, amazing atheist. I have never seen anything like what he, I think he opened for Norm MacDonald. And his jokes were so insanely smart based on his knowledge. He was a former, uh, he grew up a religious guy. He was a theologian and everything else. And then he just said, I know more yeah, about went religion to seminary, than he? anybody. And he just basically started to knock it all down in, in joke form. And the jokes were so funny. It didn't matter if you were religious or not. But it was, a lot of people would probably be offended by that. You go to a comedy club. You might get offended. Something's going to get said that's like a stinger. Comedy's uh, the the mathematical equation is tragedy plus time equals funny. So you got to have a little tragedy in there to make people go, yeah, that's the only way we deal with it. Four comedians being banned by a comedy club that they booked doesn't make a lot of sense. It feels like a you know stay in the bubble, never have anybody say anything I don't like. Live in that world of uh, the twilight zone where you never hear an opposing viewpoint. You never hear anything that bothers you. And you never really go down the road of like, ah, we don't want the other side to have a platform. But I emailed this guy back. I'm like, surprisingly, you might not think that my, I'd go this, they have every right to do it. Ban whoever you want. It's tough entertaining activists. I have, exactly. And my friend from Seattle, Chuck, who was just in town, is a left wing, leans left, big time. He moved out of downtown Seattle to a conservative neighborhood in the seattle area because when his girlfriend tried to open a door to leave their apartment building she had to step over a guy with a needle in his arm to get out and he goes seattle is a disaster and he goes even for me it's just coddled to the point now where it's it's a mess and chuck thinks downtown seattle's got like they got a lot of problems because they just have been so open with you know help everybody who can't help themselves and he goes and he, he lives in like a it, way down in like a, another spot that's more conservative and stuff. But if you want to if you want to run a club that only caters to one viewpoint, that's okay. Go for it. You forget who I am. I'm the guy who doesn't think that the Civil Rights Act should have included people banning people from putting who they didn't want in their restaurant by color, race, or creed. I think I want to know when the owner doesn't want me in there if I'm Jewish, black, Mexican. Stop well, it, right? we know. We already know. I, I, I lead with it. When my nose opens the door, they assume. But I think that should be something that, that you wear on your sleeve. I have no issue with that. And the club, and we'll see. And that's the whole point of this free society experiment is that you put a business out there and say, no uh, conservative viewpoints here. And if the neighborhood supports it, you got a business that works. If you throw that out there and say we don't, okay. Like when I thought Chick-fil-A was out of their mind saying, eh, the gay thing. Like, why did you even say anything? Like, you could have kept it quiet, but now you said it. And then the gays, instead of just going, all right, don't go to Chick-fil-A, started to yell at them 
Like, we want your chicken. You don't want chicken from somebody that doesn't like you. You don't want food from people that hate you. That's going to be covered in feces and semen and all sorts of horrible stuff. Why would you ever go to a place? I, if Brady said, I hate you so much, want to come to my house for a barbecue? You say no. That's ridiculous. You don't go to a comedy club that's like, and Jim Florentine is right because I read what he said. And he goes, I'm kind of silly more than I am political. Um, I say some stuff, obviously, as a comedian that's going to be like edgy, I guess. But he does segments on Fox News. And not about politics. And like we've talked about this. There in lies the problem that you disagree means you hate. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like those you things. Know, so like, the community there, the comedy club, it's like they don't um, agree with that. Like you said, okay, run your comedy club. But it's like someone's trying to, hey, you know what? I'm going to try to do a all-Christian comedy club. Good luck. Good luck. And here's the other thing. Good luck from here on out because now you've given the mob some fire. And they've got the gasoline, and now they're, oh, cool. Who else do you have coming up? Yeah. Maybe we don't like them either. And then you, then you start, you know, you get another little Your faction. Own, you know, like if you try to do a Christian comedy club, you see how Ugh. it works. But then Christians are on you for like, how yeah. could you have this person in there? And- we all know the best Christian comedian. Uh, completely. No, hands down, bar none, is Joel Osteen. And he runs a huge comedy club. And it's kind of a singular message. It's funny every Sunday. I watch every Sunday. I laugh every Sunday. It is remarkably funny when he breaks out some fake tears, says that God saved his mother from breast cancer and only her. Well, all those other people that died of breast cancer, God didn't care about them. But his mom had special favor. And he's got this. It is a funny 30-minute chunk every week. And the dude comes up with new material every week. He's the best Christian comic ever. If that's what you want... Okay, but good luck because this little faction, this little mobs are never correct, ever, because you can't fully have a mob mentality with one singular idea. So maybe a few of them thought, ah, Florentine's got to go. Metzger's got to go. These guys are out. And they're like, all right, we all agree. And then somebody in the back will go, what about about that guy? What about Theo Vaughn? You're going to find him. Wait a minute. We like Theo Vaughn. Well, I don't. So he breaks off into, this is how religion started. He breaks off into another group of 15 people that pick at the comedy club as the people's front of Judea. And then the Judean people's front that originally started, like, well, those guys are splitters. And then they don't like Theo Vaughn, so Theo Vaughn can't come in. The next thing you know, you're down to nobody in the comedy club. It's just open the door to lunacy. That's just it. Vote with your dollar. You don't like it, don't go. And then that comedy club will go out of business. Exactly. If that's what, you know. And if you're a dumb comedy club. And you're in, uh, you know, let's say you, you have a comedy club in the middle of Gilbert and all you book is Faison Love and Donnell Rollins and like urban comedians, eh, probably going to go out of business. You're not really targeting the area. So if you have a comedy club that is in, you know, in an incredibly liberal part of town, probably by the university or whatever, uh, you book liberal acts. Because that's what you're most... You just call it Chocolate Sunday? <laughs> yeah. You, if you had Chocolate Sundays out in Gilbert, like we <laughs> we discovered that's a real thing. If Chocolate Sunday comedy... Cl- it would last like a couple weeks for the novelty. And then a couple of the, you know, Gilbert dads would be like, how come my wife likes that one so much? And the next thing you know, she's on black.com. She's realized that this is a whole new avenue. It's a gateway. She gets the fever. The Gilbert oh, it's a, it's a gateway to the Gilbert moms. Tired of those <laughs> pink little five inches. Trust me. One of the biggest reasons that club would get picketed is Gilbert Dads. I don't need them looking at that. We moved away for that. But that's the thing. You just have to know your region. 
You know, you don't start a basketball camp for kids at Sun City. You just don't. You just have to know your area. So these guys have every right to say who's coming and who's going. I think it's a dumb move, personally. But, yeah, they can do it. That's the part of the USA. They want to say these comedians can't show up. Okay. Then they can't show up. But Jay Leno said some things that might rub you the wrong way. Tim Allen said something. These are, you know, American. And it's Buzz Lightyear, for Christ's sake. That guy couldn't get a job. He got his show canceled on ABC because he was Republican. Basically said it. His views are a little too extreme for us. Okay. That's fine, too. But, yeah, I just I think if you've got a business, if, if Porkopolis was still around and you were like, I'm tired of the Middle Easterners. All right. Put a sign up. At your peril, but if you're if the neighborhood supports it, you got a bigger problem than you think. Your neighborhood kind of stinks. I think it's a shining light on all. If you had a no blacks allowed sign on a business, and everybody just let it be, and you found out the neighborhood supported it, if I was a black guy, I'd be like, I'm out of here. I'm getting out of this neighborhood. Like this is scary that that thing's you know it's gangbusters big, and they clearly are racist. But you can't have that because people see that sign and everybody gets mad. I, as a white person, would probably make a stink going, you can't, don't go to this place. This is no good. You can't have these people around. And I'd make my opinion. But I think everybody should be allowed to say it. But, and I did. I looked at their lineup as it shows. They have no comedians that anybody's going to want to see. This place will be just out of vanilla, business. Just vanilla, huh? Well, it's just, they don't pay. Clearly, they're not paying anybody. Which makes me think Kirk Mexker and Jim Florentine. Are taking like fifteen hundred bucks for a weekend's worth of shows, and that scares me a little bit. But uh, yeah, it's nonsense. There's no doubt about it. But you're going to see it. Like if downtown, we know the guys here. Stand up live started to say, "Well, you know, they've got some views." Now you start getting into the other crazy part. Like a guy like Kanye wants to come in and speak in your town. He should be allowed to do it. But I don't know that I'd be the place that booked it. I'm not sure I want the hassle. And that's the bigger thing. Is it worth the hassle? Is the money, is the payday at the end worth the hassle if the whole entire area is going to throw a fit outside? Just like that, uh, you know, it wasn't comedy, but that lady that was touring around uh, about the Palestinian thing when it came around. And some universities wouldn't let her on the campus to speak. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, but I mean, most of them probably would love to have that. They're all nuts. But yeah, if I mean, if I had a chance, like, hey, John, Kanye wants to come speak. Will you uh, put him on your balcony here at the station? I'd be like, well, all right, we got to pay Kanye. We got to take that out of the ticket fees. We got to charge about four hundred bucks a ticket. We probably will get it because he's got the number one album in the country. So there are people who are supporting him. But then I have to hire extra security. I've got to have uh, damage damage control yep. beforehand on the PR and the marketing. I have to make sure that this doesn't turn into a massive riot. I'm like, is this going to be worth it? Yeah, probably there will be not. Protesters, right? Well, could I make money on this? Yes, but is it going to be enough to make me want to deal with it? That number has to be pretty big. I have to be getting into heavy six figures before I'm like, yep, totally worth being a pariah to people who pick at my business when Kanye's not here. So there are certain things you don't want to necessarily get in bed with comedians, unless they've really stepped in it pretty big. It's the whole point of a comedy club. It's the last bastion of freedoms and speeches and thought. And by the way, you got to listen to some people sometimes who say things you don't agree with. Because then you either cement you in what you think or opens your eyes to a new idea. 
If I just sit there and say, hey, Brett, you and I agree on everything, that's pretty boring. Yeah. I don't agree that Brett's murders are right. Brett would argue with me about that. I don't that. agree that yeah. there's murders. <laughs> he doesn't even call those murders. What are you talking about? I think Brett's long history of dead bodies being around him is allegedly, right. allegedly. And you have that opinion that allegedly they're not dead or bodies. And I don't or know. Or mine. I don't know how to even argue this. It's your problem they got lost. I'm just making my point that we have. It happens. We have some differences <laughs> as it pertains to ending human life against its will. I'm for it moving forward in most cases. And in that uh, regard, let me go out and say, I think it's time we put the Pope down. That's enough. If you need a wheelchair for the flu, it's over. The Pope that quit, the quitter Pope, he's going to outlive the Pope that replaced him. It's amazing. This new Pope, I saw the news yesterday, and no offense, Catholics, I know you love this guy, but. God ain't doing him any favors. He's got the flu. He can't walk. He's, he threw himself in a wheelchair. If you saw it, you're like, all right, the old man doesn't need to be outside anymore. Time to retire and go live in that apartment with the other old man pope. Get a young, strapping, fun pope in. That well, can... Some people may say that about uh, Joe, Joe, too. Oh, Biden and him are about <laughs> the same age. This dude yesterday made Joe Biden look like Carl Lewis. What? I, I watched him get into a wheel. He's got the flu. Oh, and they wheeled him somewhere. Frail. And he got out of the oh. chair. And as you can see it, he's just sick as a dog. And then when he sits back in the chair, he literally just kind of like, like all his bones quit. And I'm like, that's enough. You know, am I the only caring person in his world that says, all right, that's enough parading his ass around. Put him away. Let's see some puffs of smoke here. It's time for him to step down. Puff, and, puff, give. Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want the Vatican to look a little bit like Snoop Dogg's in it. Smoke's <laughs> got to pop out of that thing to announce, all right, this guy's gone. We got to get a new one in. The Pope and the uh, kings and queens are the only ones that Man, go and tell. That's just in uh, Supreme Court. But they can at least step down. Not true, the Supreme Court, yeah. They can at least. And so can the Pope. The last one did it. He's still living there. He's oh, still, really? He yeah, still gets the guest house? Alive. Oh, yeah, they give him a nice oh, wow. pad. Oh, apartment yeah. Apartment inside they, there, yeah. Nice damn. place. Yeah, you get lifetime uh, accommodation. You don't step down oh, too often. Nice. He knew it was coming. And what like, was coming? He's been retired for 10 years. They thought I know, he was going to die when he the quit. The reason why he stepped down was he yeah. knew what was coming, the whole, all these the allegations stuff. Oh, that was our, he was, he was the one who started to fix, that stuff's been going on way before him. He's the Pope, he should know what's yeah. going on. He the knew. big can of worms opened up. That That's why he's like, yeah. I'm washing yeah. my hands of it. That I'm can of worms out. was already open. He was the one that just didn't want to deal with anything. And he was also old. He, he conducted, he was the one that was in charge that said to put the big investigation right. on. He was also up to involved. It. He yeah. was also a Nazi youth. That's the fun part yeah. of Pope Benedict. <laughs> but he quit because it's like, this is heat. I didn't know I was going to catch all this. I thought people loved the Pope. Am I going to fix this? I'm 82. I'm out of here. I've been helping people get away with raping kids forever. And now you want me to come around on it? I quit. I'll go live in the apartment over in the corner. Next. Puff, puff, smoke. And they picked another old man. And that dude, can he can barely move. And I'm not a religious man. I know it touches nerves for people. It's time you put your Pope down. If he was a if he was an Irish setter, there'd be a needle in his hand. There's no He shouldn't be moving around anymore. You're not doing him any favors. And controversial, too. Well, this Pope, he likes gays too much. I figured to he'd have a better uh, wheelchair than that. Yeah, it's an old school, yeah. you know, just got it off the rack Walmart wheelchair. You can get those when you walk into Costco. Yeah, I figured, you know, he'd have... A little Pope-mobile style yeah. wheelchair. 
At least with some with sto- a crunk cup sitting next to him, a little <laughs> chalice and stuff. He's got some spinners. Yeah. These are just spoked He's probably wheels. Probably turned them down. <laughs> you think? I don't know. If he did that, why wouldn't he just have a solo cup rather than that chalice he carries around? That thing could feed an entire African nation, his chalice. Look at him. This is no good. If your pope needs help up, he's not getting much from the Lord. So it's time to – he's not really the representation of – you're losing young people in that religion like there's no tomorrow. This isn't exactly the face of it. Well, he says he'll slow down or retire. Good. This is like when the sun signed Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, no. He used to be all right. We can't have him on the floor. He just looks old and slow. I'm not buying tickets to that. Put your Pope down. Do him a favor. He wants to go to heaven. You're doing him the best service of all. Sounds like he's ready. 86. Yeah. No, he's I, He's got the nice Pope pad out back of the Vatican <laughs> and I stuff. Just go lay down yeah. with Benedict and go, you know, it's like the end of Breaking Bad when Saul and Walt were down underneath the vacuum store hanging out together just waiting for something to give. It's time. I, I watch that. I'm like, does nobody care about this old man but me? Like, stop it. Stop parading him around. Get him. Somebody's got to put that dress on him every day. That's probably heavy. Get him a nice cotton poly blend, something light, maybe a Lululemon. Uh, the hat can't be comfortable anymore. What he's wearing there is the light one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When he's got to do a real service, somebody's got to dress him. I, I bet you he's getting wiped on a regular basis. That's not Pope behavior. It's time to get him out. <laughs> Suck on his fingers. Get the rings off. Put him back in the jar and give him to the next guy. Because when I watched him sit in that wheelchair, it's like, that's no more of this. This is sad. This is. Past the holy wipes. <laughs> the Pope went poopies. Whose turn is it to wipe the Pope? Eh, I didn't sign up for this. It's God's turn. Typical talk from a Jew. I figured <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's what I would true. get from you. It's true. Uh, you know, I'm looking at him. I'm like, hey, guys, you could be doing better than this. We got Biden, and if you look, if you're so messed up, you make Biden look athletic. You shouldn't have a job anymore. You should be relaxing <laughs> on a beach somewhere in your giant gown. You know, preferably a beach next to an elementary school. So the last few things you see are what you love the most. And get in your dress and go sit on the beach and just be like, "Yeah, it was fun. That was a fun run there for a little while." Until the flu, if the flu puts you in a wheelchair, you're not capable of making any decisions for anybody at all. I was in a, I had the flu so bad. I was in a wheelchair. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. And I can't stand up anymore. All right. What are you doing? Hmm. You're making decisions on whether or not they'll, they, they like gays now? I don't think your brain's even working right. Oh, they're a flu. Please. Take him off his meds and move him forward. Way to go, rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to you long enough to know that most of the time you're right. Your big donkey nose isn't a horrible thing after all. That's right. The donkey nose. So if you're looking at the Pope and you're thinking the same thing as me, uh, you're a better person than all the people that want him to live. There's a certain beauty. Let him know. You don't want to see this anymore. My dad and I have that deal. If I have to wipe him and the doctors say, yeah, he'll never be able to do this again. Or if he can't put his clothes on ever again on his own. Like, there's a time when it's like, oh, I'm going through a thing. you got to help me get dressed. That's fine. And you're able to get back on your feet. If it's never going to be back to normal, where he just has to sit there and i got to lift his arms up, and that might break his bones, uh, why don't we do for those people what we do for our pets? Did you see the John Stewart thing on Monday? 
In on tears. the Daily Show when he was talking about putting his dog, his dog passed away. And it was a beautiful thing because it was the most loving you can be to something to not want to watch it suffer. We need to start doing that. We absolutely need to start doing that. And start with the Pope because he's suffering. It ain't pretty. I'd, I'd be like, give him a miracle. If he can tap dance. That's the, the next Pope they need to have like an American Idol, like a Vatican Idol type thing. Where they come out and they show a little spry behavior, some dancing, maybe a 40-yard dash or something. These these old dudes aren't so they need a Pope young games. guy. They need a young guy. And like a young, handsome, you know, Momoa type that makes the gown work. That would start making people who aren't in on it. And he's too typical. Who was it was going for it in the uh, Tom Hanks one? That was Ewan McGregor. He was trying to be Great a Pope. Pope. Yeah. You get Ewan McGregor style Pope, the young people would turn and be like, hey, it might be like a Taylor Swift could be Pope. And you'd see the numbers go up for the Catholics. Because they're falling off, man. And Brett's right, too. Get him a new wheelchair. Yeah. That's... That dude from, or that girl in that uh, that Instagram lady that's using that handicapped guy as a prop we talked about yesterday, he had a better wheelchair than the Pope. How many slobs <laughs> that go into Walmart have better rascals than the Pope? What's going on? Speaking of her, Ronnie emails in and says, maybe that girl from the internet, Hannah, needs to go date the Pope and get some IG popularity. That's a good idea. Get her over there and start pushing the Pope around. I don't like I don't like watching that. It's uncomfortable. And I also am uh, going to order a Tyreek Hill jersey today. I'm a Steeler fan through and through. I don't buy jerseys for other teams, but Tyreek Hill is my new favorite football player of all time. You're I don't a know. Cheetah fan. Did you see what happened? He was running a little football camp, and one of the kids at the football camp uh, has a, a mom who's you know. Tyreek's a black guy. He likes him thick. He likes a little bit of a thicker girl. But she's an I, she's a model. She's a plus-size model. And not like one of the gross ones. She's pretty good. So she shows up. He's helping the kids out. And he notices that one of the kids' moms is kind of liking this. So he texts the kid's mom a couple of times about, like, you know, I'd be a good stepdad. Like, joking around and things. Like, let's get – flies her back and forth a couple of times. Gets her number and stuff. I don't know what happened. But evidently he was on the – He's on the prowl. The cheetah was on the prowl for this this plus-size model, and he was going to get her. Takes her back to the big Tyreek Hill ranch that's hanging around, and he wants to do some football drills. And the plus-size model's in. So she wants to do some football drills. Like, okay, so he's just setting up these drills, and he does a little thing. She steps up and puts him on his ass, (laughs) like pushes him back, and he falls back. Like, all right, all right. So Tyreek, it's on. Tyreek says it's on. Switches the game, breaks her leg. <laughs> he tackled her. He hit her with great force. She showed him up at the camp, hit him with great force, hit her with great force, and took her out. And then, like, probably stood over and flexed. Put her in a body bag. She's got knee damage. She has to have like a little surgery. That's not from him. She got the knee damage. She's carrying all that. <laughs> well, no, that's not fair. Uh, what? Come on. <laughs> no, he tackled the big girl, and that's the risk. You take her out at the knees. Now, her recovery is going to be harder because of the extra pounds. But I could see what Tyreek likes there. What happened? I thought his, uh, interesting, I thought his girlfriend or wife was like his agent. He ain't going after no Taylor Swift. We're not talking about his relationships. We're talking about his other relationships. Please, Brady. He's a professional athlete. He's not going after Taylor Swift. Gilbert, what happened to his girlfriend? What's wrong with you? He's a professional athlete. I think that's his girlfriend, yeah. Wiz or was, or 
Yeah, who knows what he's got going on as far as, like, permanence. This lady came home for a little football drill, so to speak. She embarrassed Let's him. see what she looks he, like. He put her on her ass. She has damage to her knees. And Tyreek says, shocking. she's faking. You know what Tyreek hasn't said? I didn't hit her. He's like, she's faking. Her knee's just fine. She needs to walk it off. He took her out. And he's basically saying, yup, oh, I took her right. out. Tyreek Hill has, uh, he's got kind of the Usher approach to this, where everybody's like, oh, my God. Usher's being accused of giving seven women herpes. And Usher pointed at the ugly one and said, I didn't give her herpes. <laughs> didn't say anything about the others. I didn't. You, know. I did out. not. I did not sleep with you. The other ones, all right, we'll talk later. But I didn't give you herpes. You're not invited to the big who gets money for herpes payday. <laughs> but Tyreek... Tyreek's quotes are fantastic because it's basically like, ah, she'll get out. She'll be all right. And she did. She threw out x-rays. She's got like a metal plate in her knee now. Like, dude, after up. I giggled hysterically because it's so ridiculous. But I think I might get a Tyreek Hill jersey just, you know, to let people mean. I, I mean business. Now there she is. I see what Tyreek sees. It's not for me. She could take a hit from Look, Tyreek. Come on. <laughs> That's the other thing I think Tyreek might have been thinking. Tyreek is a, he's stout. He's in great shape. But I don't think he weighs a lot. I think they weigh about the same. She's, she's a wide-based lady. He's hit smaller people in the NFL. But oh, he yeah. messed her knee up. That, and now she's suing him. him. She's trying to get money. You don't think he did it? <laughs> it's, not his, it's not him that screwed up her knees. You think she went in with bad knees. Oh, come on. <laughs> How could she not? This was like Alex Smith look taking the field. Of what she's yeah. eating. And look, look at this. So you're playing one-on-one football. <laughs> right. Like, it was a bad... Wait a minute. You or you went on the field with Tyreek Hill. Your knees weren't bad to begin with. But I think Tyreek is going to do that. He's going to probably go back into her medical history when they go ah. to, when they go to court for money. Now see though, but Brett, you got to If I was a matchmaker and I had Tyreek Hill as a client, she would be first on the list for him. No, not after looking at his other girlfriend. I don't know. I still And then think, on the flip side, you look at Kelsey, what he went from to Taylor. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't think Tyreek Hill and most NFL players could resist that. I don't know. <laughs> Damn. That's that is Kryptonite to no, the inner look city. At those stitches. Ah! <laughs> Kryptonite to the inner city. A fat white girl who's got shape. That is just, they, they're weakened by it. You can't help it. There's nothing. It's not me that created this world. Blame Brady's God. That he's the one who gave him that love. The rolls and stuff. But if I was Beauty like, and the booty. If I knew her and I met Tyreek, and Tyreek's like, I'm just lonely, man. I'm like, I have the perfect woman for you. She's about 6'1", 245. 245? She's got a waist that's the about other leg 26-inch waist. Tyreek, would, it would be like that cartoon noise when things run away fast. <laughs> like Scooby-Doo trying to take off. <laughs> like where Tyreek goes, Scoop. <laughs> He's going to bang that big girl. Oh, look, a picture in the gym. Come on. <laughs> Talk about staged. Talk about staged. Oh, yeah. She works out. She's got to wrestle Tyreek Hill to the ground. She the gym to get to right. the damn Starbucks for a triple <laughs> Frappuccino. 
I think she's got a lovely shape. I didn't say for so what. So an F-350. <laughs> That's what I meant. Certain body styles are better than others. She's not a Miata. She's a King's Ranch. <laughs> but sometimes you need a little bit of room. Not me. I would look like I was trying to stuff an acorn into a couch. Ugh. It's not for me to choose. I don't know what it is. Black athletes are into that stuff. Go to a Suns game. In the front row, there's you can tell who got tickets from the players. You just know. Urban kryptonite is yeah, right. It's urban kryptonite. And if they're blonde, it's over. The marriage is over. The kids have a new mom. Kryptonite. But Tyreek decided to say, she evidently when she pushed him, she gave him, like he made, whoa. Like he went back a few steps like gravity didn't work right anymore. I see how this is going to be. <laughs> oh, I see. I got to turn it up to nine. And then he did, and he busted her knee open. <laughs> you broke my leg. She wants uh, millions, though. That's the thing. So this is going to go to court. So I'm keeping my eyes on this because Tyreek's defense is going to be great. And I think he's going to hire somebody like Brett who goes, you're telling me your knees were sound before this event? <laughs> There's going to be a guy who says that eventually in a courtroom, and we're all going to go, ooh, Brett defense. Law firm of Vesley and Vesley coming down here. She's had five knee procedures. <laughs> <Not bad. four. laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. But he's been hitting her up before he broke her leg. He's like, why don't you come a day early? He's telling the kid this. Why don't you tell, come a day early so me and your moms can hang? All right, I'll ask. She went to attend the camp in June. Uh, while there, he said, why don't you come back and visit me at Southwest Ranch Mansion? I'm going to that. Somebody says that, I'm going. You want to come to Southwest Ranch Mansion? Yes. It's Neverland. I'm going to that. Uh, he says days later, she uh, Tyreek purchased a flight, travel arrangements for her to reconnect with him in late June. Uh, she claims after she made her way to Hill's home, he said, you want to go do some football drills in the backyard? Because he needed an offensive lineman. He's like, we're, we're one short. You want to help out? <laughs> sure. You got a wide base. Here, put this on. Who is Perry? Oh, his name is Refrigerator. You don't know him. <laughs> it's the only jersey I got that will fit you. Uh, he asked her to uh, asked her to rush against him in a defensive line, offensive line, one on one style workout. So basically, she was in the th- you know either down in the four or the three technique, rushing at him, and he was going to chip block and try to go out for pass. <laughs> Evidently, trying to chip chip the big end is what you're saying. And uh, she hit him, and it's all big. She won, and then evidently got the sack. So she went full on, you know. Miles Garrett on and put him on his ass. He's like, that ain't happening twice. They were on the sidelines. Both Bosa's, Miles yeah. Garrett. Oh, damn! That's what he heard. His, his <laughs> boys were like, oh, Tyreek! Uh, and then she said, Mr. Hill's attitude changed after I hit him, and he became angry. He said, then he flipped the uh, positions in the drill around so he could rush against her, and after a couple reps, she said Hill just charged into her violently with great force, and she broke her leg. <laughs> Uh, she says uh, she complained that she was hurt, but Tyreek downplayed the severity of the injury, saying, just rest on a bed for a little while. I'll get you some ice. So he just put her in bed. Get that big ass in bed where it belongs. In her suit, uh, she says when she eventually got back home, an orthopedist diagnosed her with a leg fracture, required metal hardware to be uh, to fix it. She's continuing to suffer from persistent pain and weakness. Brett's just gathering information for the defense. Brett's like, uh, uh-huh. yeah, you can't Take tell if it's, if it's swollen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, Ty, at the okay. time, it's Tyreek struggled. I don't prove it. it. Come on. That don't look swollen to me. <laughs> it looks swollen before I hit you. 
and it looks swollen now. <laughs> yeah, that's the... Uh... <laughs> All right, that's enough, Ryan. It says, if she's classified as a plus-size model, is your label uh, for your nose now a plus-size... God damn it with the nose... <laughs> But Brett's defense will happen in court. Mark my words. Yes. What Brett is saying in jest now will be used in a wood-walled room with a judge. And So you're telling me her knees were sound and stable before the incident. She wasn't, uh, you know, basically like a pickup truck on two toothpicks. <laughs> she had a very strong base, sir. Could we prove it? What was she pressing? What was her leg press? It had to be over 700 pounds because... That's what she was hauling around every single day. Judge Judy would throw her ass out. No yeah. doubt about it. You're a train engine. There's no way your knees were good before this. Show me the receipt for your new leg. But yeah, I thought that stuff, for, for some reason, and of course, don't email me and say, you're advocating abusing women. No, I'm not. He's the one who tackled her. Yeah, or he he, yeah, he didn't. I bet, I bet you Tyreek was at risk. Think of what he's risking. Yeah. Uh, he's risking millions and millions of dollars if he blows a knee out when that big woman hits him and he let her hit Imagine him. Imagine if yeah. that happened. Running into that brick wall. Out. Out for the season. Oh, man. From I forget. Plus size model. I forget what, uh, what comedian said it. It was just recent. But it said, yeah, yeah, I know. Women and men, we're all equal. We can do the same thing. But jars... You can't open them, and we can. So, all right, stop with the equality. She can. Yeah. Well, this woman can. Ooh, it depends on what's in it, though. Because there's, like, vegetables and stuff. She oh, we are. The jar ain't getting open. Grape jelly? She's in. <laughs> yeah, the good kind, not yeah. organic. No, like no, the no, sugary no. The welches. welches. Yeah, that stuff. That's going to add. Just, she probably just takes it out of the jar and rubs it on her hips and her belly. It's, like, it's just going to go there anyway. Mayo. Oh, oh yeah. mayo. Oh, She's got a straw it in her mayo. Pops it like a cork. She probably takes her mayo jar, opens it, goes to McDonald's and gets a cap for a drink and then just puts a straw right in it. <laughs> She's like Popeye with the spinach, just squeezes yeah. that thing. and just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But I see what Tyreek likes. I'm an observer of the human condition. And again... Bait. This I thought is, he was being a good mentor to that kid. Tyreek Krypton. Yeah, when he broke his mom's leg. <laughs> and that's how you hit, son. <laughs> Great hit. That was real form. Heads now, up. Help me get your mama in bed here. <laughs> yeah, your mama got to get to bed now. We need a stretcher and four men. Jesus Christ, I need like Paul Bears to get this big bitch into the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> that's why she can't run away. Not that I was real worried about that yeah, in the first no, place. <laughs> Don't charge a rascal ah, scooter. I'm a cheetah. I'd have caught her. Walking. Did they cancel the other four appointments he had of the other yeah, women yeah. coming over yeah, for other, some drills? The other moms for Tyreek's drilling your mom drills. <laughs> By the way, pretty cool wingman, your kid. And I do that. My mom's 74. I'm not sure Tyreek would be interested because she's in better shape than this lady. <laughs> but if Tyreek Hill started to email me, say, what's your mom's doing? Like, I don't know. You want to come to the Southwest Ranch Mansion? With my mom? Yeah. Yes. I'll go. I'll get her. I'll pay for all this. This is hey, easy. Hey, B, what's Bunny up to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bunny got a thick ass. Uh, what are you talking about? You want to come to the Southwest Ranch Mansion? Yes. Why don't you grab your mama and drive her over here? Okay. Hey, what are we thinking? There's no way she's not going to that. It's called the yeah. ranch. I'm going, uh, right. Ranch. There's ranch in it. She's. <laughs> Where's all the ranch you promised? What? <laughs> it's the Southwest Ranch. Ooh! <laughs> 
Got a little flavor to it. A little spice in your ranch. Is that in Hidden Valley? Southwest <laughs> Ranching. This bitch thinks my house is dressing. <laughs> she That's, thinks she's getting a spicy ranch. That's why she knocked him down. <laughs> I bet you well. Her hands plunged from her chest in perfect form. You promised me a bunch of ranch. <laughs> it's just a stupid <laughs> mansion. I got to change the name of this place. <laughs> These fat white women are going crazy. The Southwest. Where's Southwest Chicken Ranch is what you thought. Anyway, Tyreek, kryptonite walked into your life. You can't hit him. He's got to know better. He's using the usher defense, though. Yeah, it wasn't me. Yeah. But he's... He Come on, look at them knees. Come on. He's, That'll the, be great when they draw it up on the board. Here's the play. Right, yeah. <laughs> Got the Madden chalkboard yeah. up there. Here here's, here's where Tyreek was, and here's where the big fat lady model was. And she came around the corner and said, boom, there she dropped like a bad habit and her knees down. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, she's got Joe Namath's knees. Let's be honest. This is... Oh, it's just a replay. The video just goes viral. You see that leg spinning oh, like yeah. a... You know, all those it's like, horrific it's like legs breaking. Lawrence Taylor and Joe Seisman. Oh, yeah. Oh! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Whap! Right down on the ground there. And then the trainers came out and they got her big fat ass back in the bed. And the <laughs> son had to go back home to his dad. And... A lot of questions. Ma- and Mr. Madden, would you consider yourself an expert in this? Oh, yeah, that's form tackle. That's real good stuff right there. <laughs> Here's a guy who wanted to get laid there, but then he got pushed around by his big girlfriend, and then he wanted to take her to bed with a broken leg. <laughs> Boom! And he did. <laughs> I would very much like to sit in that courtroom. Ah, she's bigger in the videos. But that is black guy kryptonite, what I'm looking at there. There's no cellulite. I don't know how she does it. That's black guy kryptonite. How did he break that leg? That, that That's like, he needed three or four whacks at that. Those are some big legs. And I'm and they look like she can do some squats. She's stronger than both she of us. Yeah, she's dropping her fork at the buffet. Of course she can do squats. <laughs> that's the gym. Golden crown. The trainer just pushes the fork onto <laughs> yeah, the floor. Exactly. She's got to get it, and that's why her legs are so strong. Pull that back up. That's a big girl. But in a very shapely way. It's not my type, Uh-oh, that but that's me? a very pretty big lady. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? <laughs> you heard me talking. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was that knee out now. She's, oh, boy, she's going to gain weight. She's got to recover. Yeah. She can't really exercise anymore. <laughs> exercise? <laughs> I'm hiring Never you as my lawyer. Her. <laughs> hey, Brett, I, I heard a big fat girl's knee. I got this. I'll take the case. Are you a lawyer? No, but I know how to win this one. <laughs> you prey on the fact that it's going to make her cry in court when I tell her to, you know. You were fat to start with. Those knees weren't going to last. He did you a favor. He put you on the fast track to new knees. <laughs> and go to the core institute and get those things replaced before. It's called being proactive. I rest my case. I'm out of here. My only regret here is that a bigger guy like Derrick Henry didn't take her knee out, so it was a full replacement. <laughs> and this young lady could have a healthy next 10, 12, 15 years. As we all know, it ain't going further than that before the mayo kicks in and stops her heart. Black guy kryptonite. That's what she is. Tyreek, you can't blame him. He was in a fog of fat white woman, and that happens. 
us white guys, our kryptonite girls like Dua Lipa. We can't figure it out. Like, we have some weird ones. Julia Roberts. Huh? What? No. We got some good ones, but they're out there. Anyway. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? All right, Wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Our boys, Josh, and uh, everybody over there, they're going to take care of you. If you want to head up north and uh, need to get your skiing or your uh, snowboarding on, they're going to get you dialed in up there with all the accessories, rentals, and everything else. Or if you just want to stay local and hit the trails, well, they got you dialed in there, too. We've got the brand-new Pivot Switchblade in, as well as bikes from Santa Cruz, Rocky Mountain, everything else under the sun. So actionrideshop.com or just go on out over there and visit them over on Gilbert Road in Southern. Uh, this Taylor guy says something. It's a good idea. It says someone needs to get him a dating show. Tyreek Hill presents Big Mama's Field of Love. Oh, because they do that on The Bachelor every year. They make them fight. Most of the time, it's like a boxing match or UFC or sometimes full football games. Now there's ranchers. They're trying to be farmers. Well, they do that one too. But I mean, on The Bachelor itself, there is yeah. a, there is always an event where the girls are pitted against each other in a. Tyreek Hill could do this with some of those big ladies. You might actually watch that sumo matches and stuff like that. See whose knees can hold up. Tyreek needs somebody with good knees. And they call him the cheetah, right? Yeah. He's the fastest guy. I don't know if they call him the cheetah because they name him after the animal or if he actually does have a wife and girlfriend that he's being loyal to and he's the, <laughs> the cheetah. cheetah. Right? He's the cheetah. 50-yard dash across the parking lot to the Golden Corral for the broads. Only, oh, man. He only loves women from Boston. He's a cheetah. <laughs> he's a cheetah. Thank you. How you doing? Not, not that type of cheetah. A cheetah. Oh, Tyreek. The cheetah. Anyway, I would watch that show all day. Tyreek puts his black guy kryptonite teams together and bashes them together in the field. They all try to catch Tyreek. Tyreek's hard knocks. Oh. But he just runs up and down the field until one of them gets him. This girl evidently put two hands on him. One at her ranch dressing because she was from a Southwest ranch. <laughs> What's in Southwest ranch? Is that barbecue sauce? What do you mix in? How do you make it Southwest? It's like there's a spice to it. It almost yeah, looks like Thousand Island. Like- I'm not a fan of it, but man, that's buffalo sauce I don't or something, know. right? Yeah, it's like buffalo sauce. Yeah, yeah sort of. Anyway, what do you got? All right on the list, Megadeth, uh, Weird Al, Pretty Fly for a Rabbi for Jewberg over there. God damn it. Uh, BLS, Metallica, The Haunted, Falling in Reverse, Hatebreed, Nonpoint, Sepultura, Ministry, Danko Jones, Avenged, Prong, Drowning Pool, and uh, Queen, Fat Bottom Girls for Tyreek. Uh, if you're a black band, this guy suggests that you call your band Black Guy Kryptonite. Nice. That's good, too. I like that. I think that's a good name. Are they still banning that at radio stations? Black Clean, Guy Kryptonite? Fat, fat Bottom Girls? Isn't that going to be so. on the list at one time? Oh, they've they've tried to push that one in and out of yeah. things. They took it out of the movie. Remember? In oh, yeah, the that's Queen right. movie, yeah. they cut the part right when it gets to Fat Bottom Girls, and then enough people complain that it's it's in a cut And a of couple it. of radio stations held off on it for a while. Ah, yeah, babies. To me, that's mean to fat girls. The song that's about them and how much they're loved, people wanted to ban it. That's not why. Fat bottom he girls. Was being a make fan the, boy yeah, that's that. what I'm saying. He's like saying, yeah. I like them. I like a girl with a fat ass. Well, we can't say that. Why? That's a tribute to the big fat asses. Anyway, I don't care what you want to do. Man, Ministry of Goddamn White Trash is a great title. I don't know the song. That was the song we played yesterday. Oh, was that the one? That's yeah, that's, the new I think one? that's why it came up. Is it any good? Did you listen? Uh, it's ministry. Yeah, it's I mean, just, you know, yeah. four minutes of ministry yeah. nonstop. Mm-hmm. You want to try it? Yeah, we'll it All right, let's do it. I like ministry, but it does drone on a bit sometimes. But this is a good one. We'll see. They're their new one. It came out yesterday? Yeah. Uh, no, it comes out Friday, but the oh, single's got been single out for a minute. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm all about that. That won't be so bad. 
And this is the last real day of February. Tomorrow's a fake day. So tomorrow we can do whatever we want on this show. It doesn't even count. I figure we just do, because Leap Day is not a thing. It's like, it's like we're floating in space for a day and it doesn't really count. We should do uh, just anything you want to do tomorrow day. <laughs> like you guys call us and say, I want this. And, okay. We'll play everything. Just, really? go, oh, yeah, why not? Just have Leap Day. All just request. be like, we'll leap off. This is, well, it's not a day. It's not a thing. It's not a real day. It's is, March 1st. Is today the last day of Black History Month or is tomorrow technically? That's the thing. Good point. I guess tomorrow you add a day, but I don't count it. I don't count Leap Day at all. It's not the government thing. will vote on it's it. It's going to be all Lou Rawls tomorrow. <laughs> we can do Lou Rawls. We can do whatever you want. But, you know, call up. Say, I want to do the next two breaks. Okay. What do you got? <laughs> Doesn't count. Tomorrow. We do all day of posting. Tomorrow's like, uh, yeah, it's a calendar dream. Okay. Yeah, well, have you guys just introduced the song John you want to play? coming back? You, sure. Uh-huh. You, you call us tomorrow and say, I want to do this song, and all you have to do is introduce it and promote yourself. That's it. I like it. I'm, I'm, I don't want to do anything. Tomorrow doesn't count. It screws us. We're working an extra day. If Leap Year landed on a weekend, cool. Still working an extra day, but at least it doesn't rub it in your face. Because we've got 366 days now this year. Somehow or another, we got screwed on that. And I know. And suddenly can catch up with it because they screwed up in the first place by making every year a quarter day short. Change the hours of a day. Doesn't make sense. How can it all add up to that? And then you're a quarter day short. Every four years, you got to have an extra day. Something ain't right. We could fix this without doing this this way. Somehow or another, we're getting screwed. So I don't count Leap Day. Leap Day is a joke, and we're going to make it just like it doesn't count. Nothing tomorrow will happen of any substance at all. And if you're one of those people that has a birthday on, on Leap Year, knock it off. You're not three. My fifth birthday? Uh, <laughs> the f- you were born March 1st. March 1 is your birthday. And, I, and uh, my friend's dad was a Leap baby, and he turned 40 when we were young. And they had his 10th birthday. And from that day forward, I just thought, well, if I knew this guy and he was making such a big deal about his leap year, I wouldn't celebrate the 28th or the 1st ever again. He gets presents every four years because he's the one making a big deal about this. I would lie to people if I had a leap year birthday. I wouldn't tell them that. I'd be on the 28th of February. So I get something every year. Otherwise, run into people like me are like, no, all right, see you in three or four years then because I'm not getting you anything while you're making this big stink about being 11. I just turned 11. I'm a leap baby. Oh, and that my friend, look, we had a guy email at his, uh, the wedding that he's going to stand up. Oh, that's is right. Tom- is tomorrow. It's tomorrow, yeah. Uh, a, a friend of mine's daughter's going, to, she's in town and she's going to a wedding tomorrow. Leap day wedding. Those aren't, those last, they won't even last to the next leap year. If you're doing novelty wedding dates, it. Does that mean like when you get divorced, uh, alimony only counts for like four years instead of 20 or whatever? I want you as my lawyer for a lot of reasons right now. (laughs) That's great. Well, technically, sir, we only married for a year. (laughs) What do you mean? Well, we got married on leap day, and that didn't happen again for four more years. So, one. God damn it, Brett. All right, I changed my mind. Everybody who's going to get married, uh, you know, too sweet tomorrow. Go over to the Justice of the Peace and make that paperwork happen. Then Brett will defend you when you're married for 20 years. It's like, now wait, hold on a second. It was only a five-year marriage. See? I only owe alimony for three. (laughs) (laughs) You son of a bitch. Hey, the leap day thing was your idea. (laughs) I thought it was novelty garbage. But now, look, it's backfired on you. (laughs) Leap day marriage. 
Yeah. That'll last. If you got married on a Thursday, I guarantee you 99% of Thursday marriages fail. Because you were too poor to get married on a weekend. <laughs> Essentially all it is. Not a one last. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. It's time now for Brady to give you all the news. Only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. You know that. Oh, it's Wednesday. Uh, that's Wednesday. Every Wednesday at Hooter is Wingsday, and for a limited time only. Choose your own Wingsday adventure. You get 20 wings, get 10 free. That's right there inside. Or you can take it out. Or the big option, if you're a real baller, all you can eat wings for fifteen ninety nine. Pop a squat. Take all the wings they've got. Tyreek will be taking his date. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. She's not allowed in there for Wings Day. If you've got black guy kryptonite as a date, uh, there, there are limits. Uh, read the fine print. Uh, there you go. Either way, you're a winner. If your girlfriend limps in and eats all the wings, then you're a big winner. See you at Hooters and say thanks for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Wednesday morning, T. Phoenix. Hello, world. It's been two weeks. Happy National Pancake Day. Because two weeks ago... It was another pancake day, but I think that was more of a IHOP's pancake day. This is the- oh, that's right. IHOP had a thing. So uh, there's good news though. If you don't want to get some pancakes, you can try out the new uh, collab going on with Lay's and IHOP. Oh. The Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity Potato Chips. They're available now at the stores. I did see something I thought was funny the other day or yesterday. Uh, Ego, there's a house of pancakes that's actually made in the shape of a big stack of pancakes. And it's called House of Pancakes. And you can now rent it on like Airbnb or something. But it, it's got, Ego has a big sign on it now. But they, you know, like in Sedona, when you drive by and you see the weird rock house or like the domed houses that yeah. kind of it's that. It's a house of pancakes. The hot dog that Cartman lives in with his mom on South Park, it's that. And But this one looked kind of cool. It has syrup dripping down the sides and. <laughs> couple of basis fun facts. Some people who listen to contemporary Christian music count what is referred to as JPMs. Jesus per minute? Yep. Less, you with Mexican music, Corazon. Well, Corazon just shows up once a song. If oh, I'm listening, ones? first off, if I'm listening to Christian music uh, regularly enough to start, yeah, I'm not interesting as a person. Second, uh, if I'm counting the Jesus references, I am... Probably the most boring person that's alive ever. Of all time. That's, that's like uh, playing N-word or F-word only with religious music. You count Jesus or God. We should do that with Christian music. Is it Jesus or God first? Who gets mentioned? Holy Spirit. Lord, Jesus, or God. Let's play the game. What comes first? But then you got to listen to Christian music, and that's intolerable. Barney the Dinosaur was originally going to be a talking blanket. Then a teddy bear that came to life, but they eventually settled for the dinosaur. Hmm. Heated debates in the creative yeah. writing process. <laughs> Probably a coin flip decided that. Dinosaur um, or towel were the two options at the end? Blanket. Yeah, huh. blanket. And a teddy bear. Teddy bear's been done. 
although it probably was the leader in the clubhouse. They're like, there's a lot of teddy bears, not a lot of dinosaurs. The CEO of Kellogg's is catching heat for saying you could save a lot of money by feeding your kids cereal for dinner. It's true. People have been tearing into him on social media. It's the new ad campaign. Because he made a little interview on uh, CNBC last week. Yeah, they're doing all their new commercials are like cereal for dinner. Yep. I used to love breakfast for dinner. Nothing better. Oh. My mom would, you'd smell eggs and stuff at night. You're like, what's going on? Breakfast for dinner? It was the best. You can't do it a lot, though, because it does no. lose, it loses steam if it's not special. And, you know, you got to be careful on the cereals, too, because if you, they're saying the sugary cereals. Sure, that doesn't matter what time you eat them. You eat sugary cereals. According to Brady. It's only a morning thing. Load up in the morning. Because uh, you don't want to stay up late? The dinner, they're just saying, you know, eat, uh, keep the kids on grape nuts. <laughs> no. Ew, God, no. Oh, God. There's, oh, just... there's the stack of pancakes house. It's a real house. It's got cornhole and a bike trail. Tandem bike. Yeah, well, that's for your other cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Back curtain tonight. Tyree's if, you live in a, look, if you live in a pancake house, you need two seats on a bike, and it's not for an extra person because you are an extra person. Yeah, sugary Brady's sugary cereals probably shouldn't be doing that anyway. But Tyreek sure. sent the uh, F three fifty there to pick up his date. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have sent a limo, but that's uh, actually on the suspension. It's on the back the back edge of the property of the uh, Southwestern Ranch Mansion. The average person will experience 543 unlucky events this year. That's just over 10 a week. That means uh, like poking your eye or something? Yeah, they're putting under losing something, yeah. uh, stepping in dog poop, spilling on yourself. When you hit every red light, a flat yeah. tire, car drives by and splashes you with water, losing a competition or a contest. Like a lottery ticket doesn't hit. Oh. Tripping or falling down in public. You try to order something at a restaurant, but they're out of it. By the way, <laughs> yesterday, me and Paul decided because we looked this up. In hockey, the most common score is three to two. Almost always. The under over is five and a half or six and a half in almost every game. So I'm like, let's just get, like, let's, we'll pick like eight games and say total goals five. We'll hit a couple. Got one. Felt pretty good about it. Coyotes are going in. I think it was, uh, is it four to one? Ticking down. Nothing going on. Two seconds left. Those lazy sons of bitches let an empty netter slide and didn't even try to stop it. I'm like, are you kidding me that you're going to let that go? Nobody chased it. Nothing. Four to two final. But that's a pretty, it's a pretty solid bet. You just got to put a lot down. I got my money back, essentially. But if you hit two, you're going to be all right. And it's a push? Well, no. Four to two is six goals. So it oh, was five. Right, right. If it had ended without that empty netter, if somebody just went up and just batted it away, it ends 4-1. You're going to lose anyway. But they just let it go. <laughs> and, I mean, gamblers, like, oh, just lost their minds. I was laughing. Like, you got to be two seconds for that thing to pay off. It's only it's like a plus 350, too. It's a good bet. Anyway, just for fun, just throw that out there. If you've got enough time and you are a degenerate and you want to just bet $10 on every single game to go five goals, you're going to come back with a couple wins. The survey asked people, have you ever avoided going out because you didn't want to deal with the parking? Yep. Oh, yeah. What do you think the percentage was? Probably. Metallica almost turned me away from that. The, the that one wasn't the parking. That was the, the driving to it. 
Well, and the parking. Yeah. A lot of shows at the Van Buren parking lot. Oh, yeah. Terrible. See, yeah. I just, I mean, you got the apartment, so you don't see yeah. it as much, but man. I don't like, man, yeah, parking does, I'd probably say it's probably it six, 60%. Like 75%. Yeah. Skipped a social event because they knew their parking would be a hassle. If I go, see, I just don't deal with it. If I go to a parking lot that's too full, I just leave. Well, that's what he's. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what kind yeah, of. It's not. Yeah. It's like I'm not. Yeah, you're not doing it. You're. Yeah. you're the well, one that's in the, the thing. Store. I'm trying to di- di- discern whether or not it's leaving the house in the first place, saying, "Well, parking will be a pain in the ass," or oh, once I get there, just go. leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. I think it's the same thing. For years, researchers have studied the science of happiness, and found that its key ingredients include a positive mental state, healthy body, strong social connections, job satisfaction. And financial well-being. Um, people who make seventy-five thousand a year won't get any higher satisfaction from money, according to the wow. science of it. Interesting. So, Wallet Hub put those all together and did their list this year of the happiest cities in America in twenty twenty-four. Scottsdale was in number ten. Hey, nice job, Scottsdale. They are pretty happy there. They're not Gilbert Ortega, but just so long as the Indians stay off his Indian store. I thought he was okay. <laughs> what? I thought he, I thought he got no. better. Yeah, he's a, he's, he was he exonerated. but He, he uh, yeah. didn't do anything wrong. He I don't just, really think. No, that's what he said. When I think of him, I don't think, wow, happy representation of the city. I think, you know, keep the Indians off my Indian store is kind of a weird thing. <laughs> but so far, not a lot of Indians on his porch, so probably happy again. Boy, that Gilbert Ortega just, oh, hey, this turquoise and these headdresses are only for the whites from Ohio. Get off my porch, engines. <laughs> Gilbert, Arizona was number 21. Mm. Mm. That was a pre-goon survey. Right. <laughs> Chandler uh, was 33rd. Again, pre-goons. Yeah, the, the goons was, got the over goons there, too. bled over. Yeah. Tempe and Peoria, 46, 47. We're all over this thing. Every major city in the area is on the top 50. No mention of Mesa. No. Mesa came in about 62, Ooh. and then um, Phoenix was just below that at like yeah. 65. There you go. What this, was number uh, one? I forgot. Number one was San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Really? People no, just incorrect. I was going to say. Fremont, California. <laughs> is where? Where's Fremont? L.A.? How'd you get confused over the top one? No, I thought I was at the top list there. Oh, you're on another page. (laughs) San Diego. I was going to (laughs) say, if San Diego's the happiest city, evidently what makes people happy is skipping, hopscotching homeless people. (laughs) That's all that city is now. San Diego was uh, 14. Okay. The last two times I've been to San Diego have been the last two times I wanted to go to San Diego. That is a... It's San Francisco light now. Wow. It San was Francisco a, was number seven. No, that's... They haven't been downtown Well, because everyone's on heroin. Yeah. In fairness, they all get free needles and they all get to... They don't know that they're unhappy. They're just zonked out. There's this guy that's a drone pilot. He owns a DU-13T drone. It costs around $8,000. It's got a thermal pickup on it on the... On the actual drone, and what he does is he searches for lost animals. If your dog got out, oh. pet, hmm. you can kids, hire him. Screw those kids, but lost animals. So he goes oh, over right. to those. Uh, I'm in on that. The woods, if it's a wooded area, and that thermal 
Deal picks up the animals. He's rescued over Good. 40 missing dogs so far. That's amazing. That's a really good service. Larry should do that. He's a big drone guy. Larry could do a lot with his drones yeah. that he doesn't do. He's got to leave the house, though. Unless, oh, that's right. If your missing dog uh, goes to Larry's house, he'll find it. Otherwise, <laughs> probably not. Didn't you guys have – did you guys get the pilot license or whatever you're supposed to get with those when you have to get a pilot's here? license? I'm learning this right now. No. Didn't, Larry said that. Like when Larry you probably got a license. Here? I would never go get a license. I don't have that kind of ambition to drone so hard that I need a license. You don't drone the yotes. You need to drone hard. Drone so hard. (laughs) Drone all day. No, I didn't know. You need a license for that? I I thought Larry was talking that you need a license. I'll take my chances. And when I get pulled over for it, (laughs) they call me like, where's your license? You need a license for this? You can have it. We're going to come into your drone. Okay. Just crash it at that point, wouldn't you? Yeah. If it's up in the air, it'd be like, yeah, this is proof I don't have a license. Watch this. Larry doesn't have a drone license, does he? I don't know. I thought he was talking about getting one. Well, I've seen him fly it, so. I think it's something about flying in this area because we're so close to the airport or something. something I remember the drone saying you're in a restricted, you're not supposed to be flying. Well, there's tons of restricted spots, but you can't fly into them. Your drone knows. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like your whole thing will shut down like you can't go in there. My little iFly drone that I have at my house is like, you can't go over there. Hmm. My house is clean. All I do, and, and look, I had fun with my drone for a while, but I'm not walking around with it. I would fly over the gays' <laughs> house. Backpack for it. I'd fly over the gays' house because they weren't there, and I'd tool around their backyard and peek in windows to see if I could do it because they weren't home. I knew they right. weren't there. House was under construction. Fly it back to my house, peek in the windows. And then I would open the windows and fly it into the house, drive the dogs crazy, and fly it out of the house. <laughs> Spy on Megan? And that, no, I, I don't have to spy on her. <laughs> Why would I spy on her? Which, the only thing I'm going to catch her doing is farting and picking her nose. You don't want to see you that. Don't I don't want to see that. There was something called Willie's Chocolate Experience that was supposed to happen in Scotland last weekend. Mm-hmm. It cost $45 per person. It was advertised as an immersive walkthrough, an experience that made you feel like you were in Willy Wonka's factory. I've read about this. Oh, you should see the pictures. If you can pull some up, Toledo. It's a robbery. It's the fire festival of... Uh, <laughs> kind of. It's terrible. They uh, threw down 45 bucks a ticket. People were excited about it. It was in this where- empty warehouse. When parents and children actually arrived, it was almost empty with a few props sitting around. Looked like stuff from parade floats. Hmm. The experience was less than 10 minutes long. Didn't feature any candy let alone decor or immersive interaction. So uh, they contacted the police on this thing. We got grifted. The company that was doing the events had apologized. They uh, put up a cardboard sign later that day, said event canceled. <laughs> um, they are going to refund tickets if you want. And then uh, it was they just, also said their technology did not arrive in time. It, it would have it, what, what I they're, saw they're looked like somebody's bad Christmas decorations. It was like cardboards and wood, like candy canes. A guy's half a pair of pants. It was well, the weirdest. My, my favorite picture is the uh, the lady that's uh, an Oompa Loompa tending bar. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> She's not she trying. is not real happy. <laughs> Nobody there looked happy. There was only oh. the picture I saw was like eight people in the whole giant room. And there's like a candy cane for some reasons. That there, yeah, yeah. there's this lollipops. The, that's what this was the AI image yeah. they sent out yes. on the right. flyer. That's Promoting. what it was supposed to look. And what'd like. you get? 
That's what you got. (laughs) And it just looks like somebody's really bad Christmas decorations in a warehouse. It looks like a bad prom setup. Yeah, it's but it's not set up yet. It's where it's storage. Oh, well, that's the, they're, they're no, that's set the, up. I'm oh, saying okay, it would look gotcha. like if you just yeah. went into the storage for where stuff gets kept. Oh, it's so bad! Wow, the stage and forty five quid. <laughs> yeah, the wow. last the last one is the bartender. Yeah, they're serving drinks and stuff, which is really. Yeah, they, they gave her a, <laughs> thrilled to yeah. be there. Well, there's no customers. She's got the brown dress and the green wig, and she's like, what? Do you want fizzy lifting drink or not? How much of that do you think she drank in the meantime? All of it. All, yeah. of, it. All of it. We've got a Florida man, Robert Whitaker. He's been sentenced to seven years in prison for a nasty habit that got nastier in the police car. Robert was arrested last year in the uh, in-car dash cam Caught him reaching around his backside, messing around with something. He's hidden baggies of fentanyl inside his rectum. And he was reaching back to get him out and then tried to stuff him in the cushion of the cruiser. Well, the seatbelt light went on and he he jammed, managed to jam 32 grams in there. I don't even know if that's a lot. That's too much for my ass. Yeah. He was caught because he didn't get it all. And in jail, they did a full cavity search. A chunk of purple powder fell out of his anus. It wasn't even bagged up. He went in raw. On top of that, the car was so messed up from the fentanyl, (laughs) it needed to be taken out of commission for three months. Yes, they get all that out of there. The purple powder was just fun dip. (laughs) 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 He didn't. You never got the stick back though. Yeah. You talk about how much our parents did not love us. Here's a bag of colored sugar with a, a sugar stick to dip into it. Use your spit as the adhesive. Okay. I would eat full bags of Fun Dip. Not a sole adult stopped me. Here's three pouches of sugar, sort of mildly flavored differently. And here's a stick made of sugar that you can eat after you're done dipping all the sugar. Thanks. Goodbye, diabetes boy. <laughs> Family Dollar Store was hit with a record fine. For violating product safety standards after selling items that were stocked in a rat-infested warehouse filled with live, dead, and decaying rodents. $41 million. Wow. the fine. Wow. <laughs> that is... Does Family Dollar have that? <laughs> Have they sold 41 million things? Oh, yeah. They're all dollar stores. So what do you expect? Well, look, at that point, you've got to go. Family Dollar and Dollar Tree, one company. You're shopping at the Family Dollar. There's going to be some, maybe a rat or two around the back of that thing, you know? It's to be expected. Yeah. Evidently, the rat problem goes back to 2020 when the U.S. Food and Drug Administration issued an inspection report. Sure. Describing one of the facilities. It was uh, in Arkansas. But only what Arkansas? It's all rats. That's not the Family Dollar's fault. They're not selling the rats for a buck. Well, yeah, bottom line is they got to cut costs somewhere. Extermination Hold is on. probably one of the things they cut. You ask, do they yeah. have the money? Yeah, I know they're Family Dollar stores total revenue during the quarter, so just three months that ended October twenty eighth, twenty twenty three, five point zero four billion dollars. Yeah, they did Could all right. Be? They all did right. all right. They can afford the forty-one they sh- mil. They can get all right. Calm down, Biden. It's all right. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get it. 
can afford 41 mil doesn't mean you, you want doesn't mean you want to spend it and now they're going to hey look it's for it's a store for people with less money so now they got to hire exterminators guess who pays <laughs> in the end of that your bread's going to go up 18 cents Did you'll you see the, uh, i got uh two bradio videos first one's this guy reporting from a motorcycle event grand prix motorcycle okay. event. Oh, that one no. first yeah this won't be good it. This is a sporting events today. Standing so. on the side of the yeah. Oh, this is bad. No, there's no. That's bad. not bad. It's oh. just he's he's just by the motorcycles yeah. on the road, and there's no. Oh, oh the he's sound is loud. Oh, now he's helped the lopes. Jesus. <laughs> the sound is loud. <laughs> the motorcycles are screaming. There we go. Second on the left. Oh, flipping it. That's close. He's got to be. Did he not know he was a motorcycle reporter until yeah, that day? I, I don't think he realized how much oh, of an no impact idea. it was. So loud. Oh, no, I did. It was Suicidal Tom needs to take lessons right. from this guy. Right. Jesus. Have some life in him. <laughs> Cross, I had no idea how loud these were. I heard about this over the weekend. In front of, it's ice football. It's happening in Germany. Cool. On a hockey rink. On a hockey rink. They don't have cleats on. It's just... Uh, just dudes tennis in shoes. tennis shoes playing along. Oh, they got some sumo suits on for protection. To the five. Down and score. Touchdown. Touchdown. I think I would watch this. There are especially with this. Oh yeah, especially with Hitler calling it like that. Oh, it's a bad snap. It's a bad snap. The quarterback's ball's going over his head. He's got to go back to. He's back to the midfield. He's got to make the throw. Oh, two-handed throw. Everybody's momentum is gone. Oh, a diving stunt. He's still on his feet. To the 40. Or 15. This is a little field. The 10. Down to the 5. That's a touchdown. The wow. diving attempt at the end. Oh, the Germans. Ice football is the most dangerous conversion. Okay. Here's, here's what we need to know. Every 40 years or so, the Germans try to take over the planet. <laughs> This is their plan. (laughs) While we've been protecting our kids with helmets and bubble wrap and saying don't play football, they've moved it on to hockey rinks. You're not wrong. This is something we need to pay attention to because they're toughening up for something we're not ready for. Our next generation of soft little drugged kids is not going to do well against the guys who have been playing ice hockey football. And then uh, someone sent us this one, said, you know, when you're having fun with your buddies at the bar, things just happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's throwing okay, a knife into the bar ground. Okay. Just, uh, they're chucking him in. Oh, no. Oh, he threw it right oh, into his foot. Oh, he threw it right through his foot. And then they show the scar afterwards. Oh. And, oh, yeah, I got this. For no reason at all. They're just throwing a giant knife into a wooden floor. Watch out, bro. I got this. <laughs> Gee, he's sus. Okay. Bert, what do you got? We're a little mild today. We're, By the way, we're good. you're getting killed. Hey, Lib Cuck, revenue doesn't mean profit, jackass. Go back to Seattle. Five billion dollars in revenue doesn't mean profit. They might be bad with their money. How many people Jesus. have? How many people have made? Look, go take an econ. This class. is the. This oh, is, here we go. Oh, wow. <laughs> Five eighty credit just told you to take an econ. Toledo Buffett. Ah, yes, love it.
I don't even want to show my videos. I can't beat that. Uh, you know? <laughs> I've literally watched the man yell at a hostess that he went to the Lego store earlier, and that's why his credit card doesn't work. And he just told no you, you were barking. And then you looked at, of course, you had to see this. Oh, we were at the Lego store earlier, like the lady at the restaurant cared. I don't care where you were earlier. Your card's no good. So you bought too many Legos is what you're saying? Hey, take an econ class, bitch. Get my food. F*** you. <laughs> Man. He makes a certain amount of money, and he spent it all on Legos, and then he couldn't eat. <laughs> or his family couldn't eat. It was even better. And the best part was it was at Brady's Restaurant. Brady didn't even give him a deal to work oh, Toledo away for free. He had to pay for he had to pay for the food, and he thought, "Hey, we're getting a free meal anyway. That's that's didn't extra that. that's extra Legos for you." Didn't and then Brady that. hit him over the head with a bill. Nope. And, and you have the name Berg at the yeah, end of your last name. Jeez. Nobody gets a free lunch at the Porkopolis. <laughs> Sorry, it was only half off. <laughs> I didn't think this one was half off. I think you went full bore. I don't think the lady, I don't think it was Hammy's way. I don't think she knew when the order came in because it was a to-go. Yeah, I don't think you were there. I don't oh. think it was one of those. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, your card's canceled. And I just went, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> And his response of, we were at the Lego store today, was my favorite retort. Like the lady's like, oh, well, in that case, let me just give this to you for nothing. I didn't realize you'd been purchasing Legos all day. <laughs> all right. Sorry. Go ahead. All right. Here's a, here's a quick one. Loading up a truck. Just got to watch out for some wind. Windy, a blustery oh, day. no. It's a pickup truck. Oh, it's like a big semi. He's loading oh, up. Oh, yeah. the doors are oh, smacked. Oh, smack he got knocked out. Oh, oh, the semi's uh, trailer, the door goes out and then comes back, and he's got his head turned. He turns right into it. And he's out. It's a swift he's left out for the to count. the face. He leads with his jaw. A- oh, there's no defense for that. <laughs> he didn't see that at all. Oh, my goodness. Uh, this poor guy, not self explanatory. All right. Ah, if it's a PP, I swear it is. It's a tiny little penis. Talk about tiny. It is. (laughs) But he's Peter North. (laughs) 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 It squirts. It's like a zit. It looks like a little zit. Oh, God. He's better than me, though. I don't have that that kind of. It is such a small penis, it's hidden in the skin. Oh, yeah, it's, his, re- it's his, resected. The width of his thumb <laughs> is taller than his penis. And he's just squeezing it like a zit, and it pops. And he put that on the internet for our enjoyment. And to quote Daniel Tosh, for that, we thank you. Uh, this gives a new meaning to, you know, when you tell a broad to zipper lips. Whoa. Oh, I don't know if I've ever said that. She has her labia in a zipper. (laughs) She's caught her lady button in a zipper. Well, that's what you get for. That's why you, you you know, you got that big Montana. You got to wear underwear. It's pretty hangy wow. downy. All right, we'll end there. <laughs> it looks like a uvula. It's so Whoa. hangy downy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't expect that. I was expecting a mouth. <laughs>
Looks like she was putting something sexy on, but she had to stuff all that Carl Buttig roast beef back in before she got to the zipper part. Oh. Yeah, her sandwich Man, that, meat. That is... opening scream. I thought a bull elk was oh. What was with the song to start? It was all know. relaxing, and then know. that happened. It was a Christian song. Oh. God was not watching her. No. If that's God's creation, he screwed her up. Because there's too much hanging down parts. Her baloney has a first name. <laughs> oh, man, that one took me by surprise. Uh, all right. And I'm, I'm usually prepared for anything. <laughs> that one got me. There you go. That's your Brady Report, everybody. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Uh, forgive me for entering this next segment with some skepticism, but I'm not sure we're going to get the full truth here. I don't know. <laughs> Pete Lee is here. Uh, Pete is doing something really special uh, over at your improv? Is that uh, you're Stand up live. Downtown. Okay, stand so you're doing stand up live. And for the next four weeks, or just, or is it for a long time? It's, uh, we don't know. If it goes well tonight, we're, and we have two on the books, uh, so one tonight and one on March 20th. Okay. Uh, and it's called what your, What's Your Drama Live? Because during my live stand up, I have. I do a lot of clips for the internet, like every comic does, but I've noticed that people will just scroll past it if you're like, so how did you two meet? People right. are like, next. <laughs> uh, so I started asking this question to the to the crowd, what's your drama? And okay. like whenever I first ask it, everybody's quiet and it gets really weird. And then once one person shares their drama, it's the craziest drama land. It's happening here. It's right a drama now. land? Yeah, it's happening here right, right now. now. Last um, Tuesday, I got an email from a lady who walked in on her husband having sex with her brother. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That lucky brother. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. There's a silver lining there's here. Some, is there? I, I don't want to be that brother particularly. I mean, that sounds painful. For 11 but years. But again, I've never done it. For 11 years, he's been having a... Uh, her husband has been sleeping with her brother their entire marriage. That is, And crazy. then at the end of the email, she offered herself to any listener that wants her to have sex with her in their bed before he moves out. Oh, my God. That yeah. is, yep. wow. And it's been going yeah. on. In fact, uh, we've got a 1030. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We, I don't know if wow. you want to sign up for that. Yeah, yeah there, we got up. a 1030 slide. It's like a tea yeah. time. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah she'll take a foursome, yeah. actually. <laughs> I bet she <laughs> would. It's like a golf club. It's crazy, but not to hijack your thing, but you're right. Once, because then all these emails started coming, people just mm-hmm. spilling their, their beans to me. And I'm like, why are you talking to me about this? Yeah. Once somebody spills... Somebody else wants to. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's wild. The, um, which, by the way, I I'm married now. Uh, I can't have sex with that lady. But um, with the, uh, with your wife? No, no. With oh. my no, I can have sex with my wife. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, that, dude, that would just, that just got sad. Yeah, I'm married now, and I can't I can't perform. <laughs> Almost immediate. So I'm actually looking for people too. <laughs> I don't want her to leave. No, I the lady, I, the the her her husband and having sex with the brother. My first thought was uh i wonder if there were twins and like she felt it oh. <laughs> oh, i'm out like the old time life oh. she reached oh, yeah. for the stove and her friend three thousand or her sister three thousand miles away felt the burn yeah but she yes. was just like why can't i sit down lately my ass hurts so <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> sorry all right i went there oh right. no i like that you went there i, I didn't even figure what good if they, well, they did share a womb 
Yeah. So perhaps, if, even if it's not the same time, there's some sort Yeah, I like that. Their yeah. ass tingles every time her <laughs> <It's> like, husband <laughs> is. Did an angel get its wings? Yeah. <laughs> what, what just happened? But, um, oh, well, right before we went Disgusting. on the air. Uh, so the listeners should know that we were talking about all this cool stuff right while, the yeah. song, while Allison Chains was playing. And, um, uh, and I was like... And everything we said, we're like, save it. Yeah, save all it, of save, it. Save it. But I, so I came in here for the first time on the day that I met my wife. That's my right. My wife. I forgot about it. Yeah. That. And then uh, I was like, I was in here and I was like, I'm single. And like, yeah. oh my God. And then it worked like, <laughs> like, uh, like a moth to a flame. She must have heard That's me right. on here and then came and saw me. Because I think night. the next time you told us that you'd met her. And I was dating that and then I was splitting time between here and LA. And then recently uh, we got married. And uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but when you get married to a lady, you don't have, you don't have power anymore. No. And so I was like, I was like, I'm going to keep my place in L.A. And then, no, I'm here now. <laughs> now I live in Phoenix. You live in Phoenix? Where do you live? Um, I live in Scottsdale. Oh, okay. Old nice. Town. There you go. Uh, yeah, it's. It's uh, this place is great. Like yeah. I honestly think it was the happiest decision, decision I've ever made to move to. Phoenix. But here we are in Pete Lee's world. Mm-hmm. Comedy career's going well. Yeah, you're doing Fallon. You're running around doing the shows. You're you know everything yeah. else. You meet a girl and she goes, "Nope, you live in Scottsdale now." Yeah, that's a pretty big kick to a guy who's done the L.A. thing and made it work. Oh yeah, and I don't know. Like, what does she do? She we I, asked you before. I forgot. She works in tech. Oh, and, she's yeah, and she's, she's super very successful. Yeah, yeah she's and. We now own two homes here together, and like, yeah, I, didn't you have a you had a rental nightmare? The meth you, house. That's right. Meth house. That's right. You know that the uh, the renovation got done, and we're actually starting to move into that place today. Look at all these full circle. Everything happens when you yeah. come here. Yeah, everything happens. Are you afraid of death? Uh, <laughs> Let's bring that to the party. I, honestly, everything that's happened since I've come here has been good. So maybe okay. death will be it's good. Next. Maybe there's a heaven because of you guys. I don't know. <laughs> God, I hope not. I, I hate the because of you guys part of that. Yeah. If there is a heaven, I don't want to because I'm part of anything. The funny all. thing is that like if there's a hell, it probably just looks like Arizona. Yeah. Like I'll be like, yeah. is this Papago Park? <laughs> is a priest there with a little kid? It's the same thing as Papago Park. That used to be a problem over there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh. Big time. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that there was that kind of. They hung out in the. I used bathroom. to hike there a lot. Yeah, <laughs> looking for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a fun fun walk for Brady. Brady Bowman, the hero. It was like Candyland. But yeah, there used to be a big problem with the priest would hang out there and. Oh my God! Uh, Could you yeah. like? There's not. Oh, I, all right. I'm gonna. I had like nine things. I was just gonna say that. I'm like, you know what? I'm <laughs> Save four. Back. Save I'm four. Pull, <laughs> I'm gonna pull, pull back. back. If you I'm had nine, back. cut it in half. That's responsible. <laughs> I'm gonna pull back. You ever start? We we all have careers where we just start a sentence and we're like, no, I'm gonna save my career if I stop. You know what's funny? I don't have that filter. It's worked the opposite for me. It's actually because I say those stupid things that oh, it's all worked out. Things work really yeah, well. I don't but know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I'll bring up the priest having sex with kids and go, oops. Yeah, and oops. it's always too late. It's like I just Oop. spilled it. Oops, that's a thing. There's a, there's always times where like a comic will have a reference to that, and the whole crowd goes, "Oh!" Yeah. And I'm like, "That was a joke. They yeah. actually did it." Mad <laughs> <Right. laughs> at the comedian. Yeah, they. I was performing at a comedy club uh, last weekend called uh, Comics in Mohegan Sun Casino, and the whole place uh, had these like like rails where they'd sit on like their drinks. And I yeah. asked, they're like, "Well, this was a church, and it closed down, and we took their." 
their pews basically oh. and now they're that's where you set you your drinks your is where your <laughs> hymnal used to be or whatever and i was like and i so i was on stage and i was like so this used to be church stuff and now we're in a place called comics roadhouse <laughs> and i was like you guys do know that churches don't close for a good reason <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that's true like, what well, led it to be available yeah they're, they're wow it and i'm like i think it's what you think, <laughs> I, think <laughs> I think it was more than just Something to put your hymnals on. Yeah, and you exactly. were bending a lot of stuff over. A lot of wow. Yeah, well, yeah. That is true. I've never thought it like it. Going out of business, church. Yeah, that's a bad thing. It's a lot of times that it's uh, well, they grow. So oh, they, they get bigger, bigger. facilities. Yeah, but still. And then, then you see the ones that have added on. They usually again, they go, look at old Steve. He's got a basketball team. Exactly. He's defending yeah. 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 That is true. I love your optimism. Yeah, I like yeah. I like. Yeah, you're right, Brady. But there then, weren't any rapes. But then there's bands. Then there's rape. And, yeah, Brady's right. And, uh, it probably was just so much success. They had to abandon the church <laughs> yeah. they were in and give it to a comedy That one, club. if they left the pews. Yeah, no. That I was think, in trouble. That's true. I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah. Papa John's had to change his name because he said one bad word. These guys kept the same brand and everything and just gave a couple churches to comedy clubs and called it good. Oh, my God. I, I, I worked with a guy that did the um, – he, like, did all the ads for Papa John's, and he was bragging to me about it. <laughs> and I was at this event, and he's like, yeah, I write all the ads for Papa John's. And I go, so you're the one that writes the same ad where Papa right. John goes, better pizza – Better ingredients. Uh, Papa John. Papa John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I go, how many takes does he have to do every single time? Because I go, he's on his 400th commercial and he hasn't gotten any better. He, <laughs> like, like, he still looks like there's a shotgun in his back. And he's like, better pizza, better ingredients. Papa John's. And he's like, it's like 40 takes every single time. He like, couldn't do oh, it. Man. He can't do it. Yeah, well, he's, he had something on his mind. I mean, the garlic dip is so good. The I pizza know. is so great. But the guy can't talk. He needs to not. He, he has a golf course at his yeah. house. He needs to just... And now Shaq does it. Now you got they Shaq. Got a, yeah, they got a different dude doing it, which is even better. Oh, and yeah. he can barely speak and he took Papa John's place better, and he's better. Better pizza, yeah. better ingredients. <laughs> Papa John. Shakarona. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the other thing we talked about off the air was the fact that you're dressed like a wanted poster, like a drawing of a man who's wanted. You, I watch a lot of OP Live and you're dressed like the guy that they do the missing kids segment. Yeah. This is the one we think... This is the description of the guy we last saw. Yeah. It's a black hoodie a generic black ball cap yeah. and just generic white guy inside all of it. Yeah, I'm it's a, the cleanest version of John Oliver I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> that's fresh white like Nike criminal John yeah, Oliver. Yeah, that's a, I do get John Oliver a lot, and somebody yeah. told me that he goes, "You look like a bloated John Oliver," and I was like, "Have you seen John Oliver? John Oliver <laughs> looks like you. a bloated John Oliver." <laughs> yeah. Like I said, like, don't call me. We're both bloated. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't think you're bloated at all. I'm. Uh, well, I'm. Uh, yeah, I. I'm doing. A, I'm. I've been on a little uh, uh, booze and drugs cleanse. Lately, <laughs> oh, I, I'm a little how's that going? Bloated. I, you know, I don't know. It's kind of funny. Um, I was uh, what preempted, what prompted the, he's the got booze no, and drugs? I don't and know. You, right and now. much like a church doesn't close for bad reason, yeah. guys don't go and booze and drug sabbaticals for you yeah. know just cause. Oh, honestly, there was no. Uh, this is the funny part about that is like I just um, I like my wife dared me and she, she was like I bet you <laughs> that you can't go until four twenty uh, without off the like, week. Yeah, basically and. Uh, like, well, I, I actually don't smoke weed, so I'll tell you What's something. What's the big one? Um, wow. It's I, all right to admit. I think our parents are listening. But, um, <laughs> no, I, so weed does not agree with me, but every once in a right. while I'll do a couple toots of, uh. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, the nose candy. Yeah, and it's not like a regular thing because the, the drug isn't bad, it's the frequency, right? Right. 
Well, but that's like, not true, but okay. Well, I don't know. I literally have never had a night where I do a couple of toots where I wake up and I'm not like, oh, this is great. Like, uh, <laughs> you hear was, that, kids? Yeah, I was doing that. I was doing mushrooms. We were going to music festivals. Yeah. And like like the, the party just kind of kept snowballing. And then I was like, I was like, I think I just need to like, you know, because I, I do yeah. stretches at a time without any of the toots or anything like yeah. that. But I was just like, I think I need to just like challenge myself because I also felt like I was drinking too much with yeah. it. I was Interesting. like, I'm, I'm going to kind of knock it off for a little while. And it was weird because like when I first got done with that, like you kind of have like like this chemical cleanse in your mind where you're coming out of this fog and you're like, yeah. kind of like, what did I do? And I was like, dude, I, I like came out of a drug haze and a booze haze. And I was like, I married my dream woman and I have a new house. <laughs> and I have the best car ever and a great dog. And like, I have all this money because my like career's going well. And I was like, this is the exact opposite of like, like I did drugs and I went to jail and like right. I, my life couldn't be better. Yeah. And don't say that. Yeah. No, I'm telling Never you. Never say that phrase. It can always be better. It can be good, but it can always be It can better. always, it, and yeah. it will be yes. when I go back to drugs. When you start doing the coke again, that sounds more fun. <laughs> do the, no, I mean, I, I don't know. I also, um, I guess if you got to the root of why I wanted to like slow down and do a cleanse, it's because the murders. I, the, oh God, the, the murders. murders, so many murders. The murders. It's more work than you'd think. It's just so much work. You got to call a trusted buddy. You're, yeah. you're having your friends do, and work you're staying up twenty hours a day, which leads to more drugs. Yeah. And it's like God, this is all a vicious How can cycle. You top the last one. Yeah. yeah, but you just did it for you know, man. Why not? Yeah. Well, no. It's it's more of like I think the real root of it is that. I never wanted any of it to become a problem or have a frequency to where I couldn't right. do it in the future. Does that make sense? Uh, yes, completely. I, I like, understand that completely. I enjoy it wholeheartedly so much right. that I want to be able to do it down the road. It's Christmas. You don't want it's, it's We talked about it this morning. Yeah. It's uh, breakfast for dinner. Mm-hmm. If it's all the time, it's not special. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. You can only have one birthday a year. Yeah. That's why they spread out the holidays. We, yeah, we can't have a holiday every day. So <laughs> That's anyway, right. But yeah, my life is going really well. And everything's great. And you just can't wait until you're comfortable enough to pop back into that. For a yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's responsible. And when I do, I'm going to pop back in and pop right back out. Right. But, See? But yeah, yeah. It's like you're playing double dutch with drugs. Yeah. You're in, you're out. Sometimes you want to do something. I don't judge at all because yeah. as I've gotten older, I realize I was the one who didn't think this was happening anywhere but like in the gutters. Oh, yeah. And then you start realizing that almost everyone I know plays around with something and it would surprise you and you're like oh okay i i yeah. can't do it it doesn't agree with me oh yeah like, nothing about that stuff i'm scared to death of all of it and it just brings paranoia onto the party so. well that's the weird thing is like we all my friends with weed gummies and whatever they'll be like hey do you want to take one or like do you want to take a puff and i've i've been choking my way through weed for 20 years yeah, i'm like i'm like yeah. they're like we're having a great time and i'm like yes yeah, it's awesome <laughs> and i feel terrible the whole, like i finally got to the point like it was like two months ago that my wife gave me a gummy and then i took my my dog to Cornish uh, pasty yeah. uh, to pick up carryout food, and it, it kicked in, and then these these fans came over, and Uh-oh. I just I like almost cried in front of them because I was so I, <laughs> such and a mess. it was like only a good it was only a good experience that I'm like I'm like no I just I gotta stick to coke you know Pete Lee was <laughs> Pete, Lee was, <laughs> Pete Lee was at Cornish pasty he was covered in blood he was walking a stuffed animal yeah. uh, something was wrong with him yeah yeah it was uh, <laughs> yeah I, I, yeah no but I. That yeah, so it's uh, yeah. You, I stick to the ones that do well, well with you. my brain, and then you keep it in small. You doses. are 
of poster child for moderation and responsibility when it comes to fun things. Well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you should you. speak at schools. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I think the kids should have the D.A.R.E. program toot, toot, kids. and yeah. the Pete Lee <laughs> toot, program. Toot. Yeah. Hey, no lies. She dress up like a little train. Kids. Just a couple <laughs> toots. <laughs> Uncle Tootie. Yeah, it's Uncle yeah. Pete. The yeah. fun toot toot train. Toot, 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 yeah. toot. No, I don't... Uh, yeah, well, doesn't it scare you though? Like that, because I'm too paranoid about like fentanyl and all that stuff. Like I, like I oh. couldn't touch anything because I'm like I don't know who's touched this. I don't know where it's been. I'm, I'm yeah, when it gets all. to the tootin'. Yeah. Well, That's... maybe I'm telling too many details, but I you actually like bought this kit on Amazon, <laughs> you and you literally it? test the whole thing, and you te- you like can see if there's even weird stuff in it. No and um, and I'll like like I got one batch where there was weird stuff in it, and you just you throw it away. No kidding. And you go okay. Well, so that was that was wow. That's that. a waste. But, one of my friends was like, he's like, it's crazy because, um, like, like I, I share, yeah, I share because I, if I get stuff, oh god, I'm gonna get arrested. <laughs> but, um, I share because if I get stuff, I want my friends to try it, and like, I literally just want a little bit, like, I yeah. just want a little bit, and then everybody has fun and whatever. And uh, I don't buy it for myself; I keep it for company. But, um, <laughs> like Entenmann's. Yeah, it's like it's like Entenmann's. Anyone want a yeah. snack? Yeah, it's like Entenmann's. But it's it's one of those things where um, where like I just don't want anybody to do anything yeah. unsafe. I'm that dad that's like, hey, you know, drinking and driving's bad, so have a few beers at our house. <laughs> right, you're the one keeping it. I, yeah. I admire this in a yeah. weird way. Again, I'm saying way too much. Yeah, this is one of those conversations where I'm so glad my wife is asleep <laughs> you because, uh, <laughs> or if she hears this after the. Yeah. She's gonna be like Pete. Say less. Yeah, don't talk say, about that. Say Pete. less. Her but, parents might hear. They're, she's from here, right? Well, they they all live down here. Oh, and, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Shut up. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's not Pete. Coming. It is John Oliver. But, uh, He's performing tonight. But also, <laughs> this is one of those things where, like, her mom will be like, "I don't know, Pete," and then her dad will be like, "What's that like? <laughs> you want a toot, boy? Yeah, we want a toot. But yeah, no lines, just toots. Yeah, That's my, yeah just little yeah, thing. I used to watch a bartender I worked with. And he'd brush his teeth with his finger every once in a while. He's oh, just yeah. staying oh. up, staying up. And oh, I didn't yeah, know what that, that meant. And then after a while, I'm like, is that what you're doing? He goes, yeah, it just keeps me going. Yeah. And I'm fine. He's and he was. doing a gummer or whatever. <laughs> is that what yeah, that's called? That's what, yeah, that's what it's called. And uh, but no, I, uh, I, I you do, might have a bigger problem than you're saying. No, I don't. I, I really don't. But I do a bit about it now on stage because uh, I want to let people know that they're not bad people if they do it. But I go, right. I talk about, I go, I go. I've been microdosing, and everybody thinks mushrooms. I'm like, I've been microdosing cocaine, and then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, a couple toots. So it's funny that I'm like weird about yeah. talking about it on the radio. But well, I it is it something we have to act like isn't just gutter stuff and like crazy poor neighborhoods that are just filled with crime it's everywhere it's, it's everywhere all around and the more open we are about it the more we're like all right it's, yeah. yeah it's weird this lady came up to me in um connecticut and she was it was like a lady i don't know i'm probably like 62 years old whatever with another friend and there weren't sweaters and you know brooches and whatever and uh, this lady goes, your comedy is just so wholesome. I just love how sweet you are. And I go, lady, I did seven minutes on cocaine. And she goes, she goes, my friend and I had a little bit tonight. And I, was like, I was like, oh, that's so. Everybody does it. Every, I don't know. That's like, what it just feels pure. like. It feels like yeah. it's. We got to quit. Pure. Yeah, yeah. It's so wholesome. It's so wholesome. Pure. Ninety nine percent pure. Your comedy is uncut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, yeah, I, I, you start to realize it's like, all right, we got to stop being such puritans about everything. It's yeah. Like it's around us, and we need to calm down. Yeah, you don't have to do it. 
but don't be so judgy. Well, my Calif- you've heard of the term California sober, right? Oh, yeah. Like, all my California friends are like, they're like, I am 15 years sober from alcohol, and they, like, judge right. my drinking, and right. they're like, but I take Adderall, 40 milligrams a day. <laughs> right, they're crushing some microdose right. mushrooms, and when Steve has cocaine, I do it. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, I, I remember going to a guy's, uh, he was done with alcohol for two months, and they had a 60-day party that i've never seen more cocaine in my life and it was he was the he brought it and that oh. we were celebrating his sobriety for him not drink it wasn't like alcoholics oh, yeah. anonymous he was just like i haven't had a sip of alcohol for 60 for days it. and they were half that was the purpose of the get-together oh my god and I, just a mound of cocaine in the in the bathroom and i'm like all right that this, is. this is hilarious and then he was done like the most inebriated one he was out just blasting oh, I'm like how about that it had to be carried out Oh, my God. Of his own sobriety party. Oh, and wait, nobody mean, seemed to stop. Well, this has gone sideways. Wait, it was the purpose. You mean he wound up drinking or like... I don't know what he was doing. I didn't pay attention. I didn't monitor all of it. He just had to be carried out. I know what I saw in the bathroom. And uh, then the rest of it was... There was a half of a... a, a what do you call that with a, a bruschetta? Or it wasn't bruschetta. It was a... a Damn it, the cheese with the tomato on top, and it's the, oh, forget it. Oh, it was the, hanging the out of his mouth. Yeah, hanging out of his mouth with a tomato half in, <laughs> and he was asleep on the couch. And somebody picked him up and moved him into another room because he was embarrassingly. I don't know what he was crazy. taking, but I, the stuff that was going in the bathroom to celebrate this man's sobriety had me laughing for hours. It so. was so much cocaine that you mistook it for burrata. <laughs> right, yeah, maybe that, maybe did it. It, was, it was a nice runny white. white yeah. It came in a, but yeah. Yeah, it was, you might know it might have just been cocaine and blood now that I think oh. about it. I just thought it was a. That's so I, funny. Was your wife texting you were in trouble? No, she did text me, and then I was like, oh, good. She, she just wrote, like, uh, she wrote, hey, you made it on time. Remember, uh, no cocaine today. Yeah, remember. You bet, honey, bye. Okay, that's fine. All right. Yeah, I love how on the Cosby show, you know, like, Heathcliff would be, like, making himself a hoagie, you know, like, ooh, I'm being naughty. And then I'm, I'm And they're always like, getting trouble for it. Yeah, and I'm like, you can't do you can't do cocaine today. You know, no. He always was. Yeah. You're right. Oh, he made this. Yeah. Brady remembers. The oh, yeah, I remember that, that episode. Too. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. impressive. Yeah, had to cut it out. And you are a very <laughs> sweet, normal person. So yeah. people are shocked by your darkness. By my darkness. Yeah. I don't even, the, the weird thing is that if I ever do cocaine, it makes, I feel like it plugs me straight into like the love in the world. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, it makes my, I don't understand when people are like, oh, I went on a coke fueled rage and stabbed a guy and robbed a liquor store. Like, if I ever do coke, I'm like, I should call my mom. But she's not up like we are. Like, I. It's four in the morning. It, it literally makes me, like, like I can't, I have to, like, stay away from my wife because I'll just be like, do you know I love you? Oh, no, and you're an annoying coke guy. Maybe, yeah, yeah maybe I'm really. But honestly, I, I've learned to just keep it inside. But That's then nice. I'm still, like, the p- listeners won't be able to, like, see what I'm doing. But I'll, like, look at her, like, mm, and she's like, stop <laughs> I know, it. I know, I know what you're thinking. I know you're thinking. I love her. So I just go talk to other people. You're, you're an emotional sad sack when you're, well, that's not I wanna, sad sack, happy well, sack. A happy sack. I'm yeah, a, you're a happy sack. I'm you're a love sack around. is what I am. I'm, <laughs> I'm advertised on Instagram. That's no, a beautiful it, thing. Yeah, it's, but I don't know. Also, like, like I said, I don't do too too much of it so like yeah. I, maybe maybe i don't even understand the the reality of like you could do way yeah. too much and like go trip out you're not going to rehab or anything soon are you oh god i'm not no. going to read about this no like, i'm, no, I'm no. the bad guy who laughed no. at this the whole time and you're like secretly screaming for help right now no i'm not screaming for help <laughs> okay, i swear good. but i don't know rehab is really expensive it's I think super could, expensive it doesn't work yeah it doesn't five percent uh success yeah. rate that's not worth the money no 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 for I what don't, they're charging no i don't want to go to one of those yeah, don't do it i don't yeah. I'm, that's it 
That's why. Yeah, that's why I'm doing the cleanse. I don't want. To do it. <laughs> Yeah, you just it's cut out cleanse or Malibu. Yeah, you cut out yeah. carbs and cocaine, and for thirty days you feel great. Yeah, you feel great. Yeah, and oh. then April rolls around, and you're going to be back at it. Oh, carbs, though, man. <laughs> I can't. That's I where you draw the line. That's where I draw the line. That's un American. You know, <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> Getting rid of that. The uh, the shows are uh, tonight. You're doing it, and tell me exactly what it is like because uh, um, you have. Do you just go? You go out, do some like some time, and then just say, all right. Start hey, you guys, what's your drama? And, um, and yeah, so I'll give you an example of some of the drama. So this lady goes uh, the other day. I don't know if I can say this word. We'll see. Uh, but she, oh, really? Okay. We'll see. Um, she, I, go, I go, so what's your drama? And she goes, she goes, well, she goes, my dad shot me in the titty. <laughs> nope. Go, that's the no. only one. There's like <laughs> very few. Just okay. say boob. Uh, all right. So, out loud. And that's she, one of my favorite words. Yeah, she so. goes, <laughs> dude, by the way, you were on that. that I'm was, all over this. I'm so great. great at it. We cuss all the time. She goes, she goes, my dad shot me in the boob. And, um, and I was like and the crowd starts going nuts right. it's like jerry springer at this point right. i go well let me see it and uh and she had such you know the the size boobs where you're like that's not even sexy that's not even unrealistic <laughs> right. it's like gonzo crazy and i was like well in your dad's defense i don't know if he was cleaning his gun and she's like he was and it just like went off i go your your boobs are half the room <laughs> right. i was like if it was going to go somewhere, and but it went like clean through, and then she showed me like the scar oh from my over God. here, and I was like, all I could think of was like, you know, the slow motion TikToks of like, like <laughs> a boy they going through, 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 through yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh my God, I'm like, well, that's crazy. I go, I go, what's your relationship with, like with your dad right now? And she goes, I don't know, Dad. Do you want to tell me? <laughs> she was there with her dad, and it was like just this beautiful moment. I haven't released that clip yet, but it, that but why did he shoot her? Is the bigger thing? He was just cleaning his the gun, gun. literally it cleaning classic. it next to his daughter's yeah. pants, and it became a MythBusters hmm. slow mo video. Yeah, yeah. I mean that it was like just a. A tragedy, and then I was like, "Did you guys get the law involved, or whatever?" And they were like, "Nope." And uh, apparently, they knew the doctors and what, and nothing. Did it go through a wall, or was she just sitting there enjoying her time with her dad cleaning a gun? She oh, I got so many sitting questions. there with him. I think there might have been booze and oh, uh, all right, we were, in the trailer. Yeah, and then I don't know what that happened <laughs> through and through on the left but, boob. But like, how do you not like? Wow. There's the thing that you do where you you rack the you rack the gun yeah, and, and look, look through it. You look yeah. through it, but I guess he didn't clear do that. it. Yeah, Make you, sure everything's all right. Yeah, you, you clear it, yeah, huh? And he did not. He, he cleared did not it. Do that he but cl- yeah, in a different way. Mm-hmm. And she was okay. It didn't. It wasn't like noticeably awful. Yeah, it was surgery. Um, yeah, she had those stitches, I believe. <laughs> yeah, but, I think um, they gotta close those it, holes. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I don't know. Like I, I'm trying oh, to describe. Well, you're putting your hands. It looked big. It was it a big was, boob. Yeah, this is it was like a, a giant. But she had some to lose. Like she, she probably <laughs> got on the scale the next day, and she's like, oh, I'm four pounds down. You know, like this is great. Four pounds of meat left the body. All right, I, I got to see maybe. this girl. But, wow, that's an impressive one. So that's, yeah. And that happened here? Or was that a one year other um, That was actually in Indiana where that one happened. Oh, that, there were multiple people with their hands yeah. up after that. Yeah, I have yeah. the same problem. Can Did I tell you one more? Of course. Yeah. And this one uh, I've actually posted. I was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It was the day after Thanksgiving. And this gal, uh, I'm like, so what's your drama? And uh, this gal goes, well, uh, she was like very sweet and Midwestern. She goes, well, okay, so the night before Thanksgiving, I broke up with my boyfriend, you know, because he was being... Let's say not so great. I was like, okay. She goes, so I invited him to Thanksgiving, and then he got drunk, you know, because I dumped him. And she goes, and he was being, you know, not so great again. She goes, so as a family, we had a little bit of meet, a little meeting in the garage, and uh, we locked him in the shed. <laughs> I was like, you locked him in the shed. 
And I'm like, all right. I'm like, you. that was Thanksgiving. I go, this is the day after. I was like, is he still in the shed? I was like, am I an accomplice <laughs> right. to the crime? I'm like, you're sitting here. She was drinking a beer with a straw. And I'm like, he's just rattling a padlock. <laughs> like, I'm in the shed. And it turned out that they had let him out because he had agreed to get on a bus to Ohio. That's where he's. <laughs> they got the clearance before we unlock this. You're mm-hmm. getting on a Greyhound like immediately. Yeah, and these these yeah. trauma clips have been going viral because like oh it's yeah, amazing it's amazing. And so when you open the shed, he's got to come out of there like a Greyhound race. Oh yeah, yeah just like yeah. Him flying out like right to the <laughs> releasing it yeah. back to the wild. Yeah, Man, and then he got oh, on a Greyhound. Yeah, and then he got on a Greyhound and got out of it. that. Is a that's crazy. Yeah, people want to tell their drama. It is yeah. a weird. Like, once the door opens, like, and it's almost a topper thing. Yeah. It's a shameful topper. Like, that's nothing. Yeah. Boom, but when you get shot in the boobs. Yeah. It's yeah. a it's a crazy. And and then people will hear the shed thing and be like, I got another one. And then somebody else will try to top it. And the crowd is like, that doesn't top it. No. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, that's nuts. Now I want to go to this. So it's happening tonight. It's happening tonight. What time? Uh, it's at 730 p.m. Perfect. Stand up live downtown Phoenix. Easy. Uh, come on down and bring your drama. Yeah. Like, and bring if your, you've got a story. Yeah. And just just be if you come with your drama, just be honest. Like just yeah. say the thing that's embarrassing, and I'm going to ask you questions. But I have people that will come now to the shows after they see the internet clips, and they try to plan the whole sketch with me or whatever. Right. And I'm right. like, no, no, no. Just give me yep. just the facts, and I'll yep. do the work. <laughs> You're a professional. <laughs> yeah, Let I'll him handle. Work. Pete Lee can handle it on his own. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I want to see that. And this yeah. has just turned into you, it, like yeah. just becoming this thing on the internet. It's going to go nuts. Eventually, yeah. you're going to get the. You know that, right? You're going to get the murder confession. You're going to talk to some FBI people. Oh, God, yeah. We had a guy t- send us a thing a while ago. He's like, that's nothing. My friend and I, uh, some his sister was with a guy that hit her, and so they took care of it. And then he oh. said, and we, and then, but it didn't say how. And then at the end, he said, you know that area out there by the Salt River, by the Green River something? I don't know what he called it. He goes, we just chucked him in there. Oh, and I'm my like, God. was he alive? And he goes, I'll just leave it there. I'll just leave it there. No, <laughs> he's dead. Hey, man, left it there, not killed him. Yeah. yeah, I'll just leave it there. That's right. what. <laughs> it's horrifying. I'm like, you shouldn't have told me that. And I read stuff on the air, and then my boss was laughing because you shouldn't have done that. I'm like, and then uh, cops were like, somebody's going to come talk to you today. Wanted that, and I'm like, I know. Oh. And I've since run into that guy at an event we've had. I was the guy who sent that thing. And I'm like, you got to get away from me. I don't want to be in pictures with you. I'm scared of you. you yeah. Also, something. why are you coming to the thing, dude? Yeah. <laughs> got another delivery. Yeah. Oh, I've had people got admit Got another drop-off in the desert. Yeah. Loads of people admit to that stuff. I, mean, I don't know why. It's just been, especially recently, I'm getting a lot of emails. I didn't even think that, because everything heightens, and you're right. It will heighten oh, to yeah. there. It's eventually going to be like, man, we can't play ball in the house anymore. We broke everything. Oh, yeah. But that'll be the, be- that'll be the most viral one. Oh, yeah. So it's the exclamation point on what the hell you're trying to do. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, but don't do it tonight. Give it some time. Okay. Well, we don't want murders yet. Yeah. 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 And, uh, well, well, maybe. Might get one. Yeah. Might get one tonight. <laughs> I, like, I might like, show up. I feel like this is going to come full circle. You guys yeah. are good luck for me. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, it's got to back up on you. Tonight's right? going to get really weird. Is there a level? This is the only question I want to ask. Is there a level above that of drama? Of murder? Is there anything that heightens past that? Or that's that's the incest. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> All right. Well, I, hey, who's going to raise their hand and go, by the way, I had sex with my mom or something. Oh, yeah. I got to stop doing this. I, you guys, <laughs> come to stand-up live <laughs> yeah. tonight. Just, just tonight. do a solid hour without audience participation and get out of here. Yeah. This is not a good idea. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be the last What's Your Drama Live. <laughs> Can you, uh, are you good at sensing when somebody's just full of it? 
Like oh, yeah. yeah. There's and, a lot of that, too. And so is the audience. Yeah. But I'm way nicer than the audience, and the audience will just pounce on yeah. people. Yeah, oh, they'll crush. They'll crush yeah. them. I was in Boston, and this lady was just trying to talk, and the, the audience was like, boo. And I'm like, no, you guys let her finish. They're like, no, she sucks. And I'm like, oh, okay. We're going to move on then. All right. Yeah, I get the, the BS emails immediately when I'm reading something. Like, no, I didn't have this one. Yeah, so yeah. people have admitted to crimes in a lot on my emails and there was a person the last time I was in Phoenix. I have clips coming out real soon. Um, there's this thing called like the Red Crimson Circle or whatever. This this guy was like, yeah, my mom's in a cult called the Crimson Circle. And this other girl was in the Crimson Circle, and she's like, it's not a cult. And she, <laughs> she thought that I, she was so hammered that she got to the front of the stage and tried to confront me about, about it. And I'm like, I'm not the one calling it a cult lady. Like this guy. <laughs> Is Fight it, him. So um, I don't know. By the way, if you're in the Crimson Circle. <laughs> what is it? I think it's just Circle K. I don't know. <laughs> Look at their logo. I don't know. <laughs> it isn't a cult. It's a convenience store. Yeah. Well, there it is, the Crimson Circle. Oh. The beauty of being the Merlin on the planet is you're not stuck in one form of identification. Sounds like a cult to me. Yeah, I don't really like that. Sign up, Brett. Yeah. This what? guy said that every night when his mom sleeps, she says that she wakes up tired because she 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 leaves her body and she travels over to Russia and she um and she keeps her eye on Putin. That's oh, what he tells. That what she insane. tells. Yeah, but that's part of what. <laughs> that's the crimson circle. The circle. As you become a, you become surveillance while you sleep. That's I a lot. It. That's exhausting. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to join that yeah. cult. And I don't, don't want to. And wanna... who do you tell? Do you when you wake up? Do you know to go tell people oh, Putin was up to this last night? Yeah. And is Ugh. there what? If, what if her stuff matched intelligence? <laughs> and it worked. It was the best system we've got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am interested, Pete Lee. This is a good idea tonight at Stand Up Live. If you want to get on over there, and you're not doing anything on the weekend, you're just doing this on Wednesday. Yeah. Right now, no then. cocaine. No <laughs> well, not that, not that. <laughs> no toots. But there no is a toots. discount if you meet Pete before yeah, and no. uh, you want to hand him a gift. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just doing, uh, I'm doing tonight uh, and then uh, the next Wednesday that we'll be doing is March 20th. So Will you uh, bring your test kit just for the audience members that want to make sure? Sure. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, I told you I'm not doing it again until 420. So uh, if anybody wants to meet yeah. me on 420. Is that going to be a blowout? No, that's, that's yeah, the no thing. Kidding, yeah. Though that uh, one of my go- one of my buddies goes, well, you you've been responsible and you've taken you're taking a break. You got to watch out for like the the hard start. Sure. And I'm like, all right, so there's not going to be a blowout. Yeah, so you just ease back in. Couple toots. Couple <laughs> <laughs> toots. <laughs> I want you to sell t-shirts. Couple, Couple toots. Yeah. Couple toots. That's it. Uh, it's always good to see you, Pete. Pleasure. Hey, and uh, doing guys. tonight uh, over there at Stand Up Live. If you want to go, bring your drama. Bring your drama. And bring it. And literally bring it. If it's her mm-hmm. or him and she, and they're with you, bring the drama. Yeah, if you want to have an intervention. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. It's cheap therapy is what it is. You get it off your chest. You get some good advice probably or insane advice. I'm not sure how you're handing that out. Oh, God. Or just a few jokes at your expense and we move forward. I love it. This is a wow. great idea. I just realized if they're bringing their person to tell them about cheating or whatever, maybe that's how I die. <laughs> oh, jeez. Sure, oh, that would be a great one. Oh, yeah. If they confronted their problem before and that person doesn't know oh they don't even know yeah, yeah. honestly oh I that's oh, bringing some drama oh, i really want this to happen but i'm also like am i demented yes <laughs> yes i'm more demented that i want to watch it i don't even want to be on the stage i want to look at this and have the person stand up and yeah. go by the way our kid is not your kid yeah i think what this is going to devolve or evolve into is like jerry springer if jerry springer was like a really funny comic <laughs> right. the moment humorous <laughs> Because it always like I you know I used to be an improviser and a sketch guy and like I I find the game and I play it and yeah. I try, and I am also the whole time 
just trying to make everybody feel better about it. Yeah. That's like the the thing that's funny about it is most comics try to make it worse. I'm like, right. hey, here's a silver Silver lining. lining on your misery. Yeah. I love it. Okay, this is good. Pete Lee tonight, stand up live. Uh, anything else we should know about you right now? What else you got? Um, uh, I think that's good. That's it. All right, we're all done. With Pete Lee, everybody. I, think I revealed my biggest secrets. And- it's KPD. and the police. He's driving a 1986 Accord. The cocaine is a bigger problem yeah. than we knew. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, "Fully erect." 98. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Pete Lee's an interesting man. I like him a lot. And he's going to be at Stand Up Live tonight. uh, Goofing around with that. Bring your drama. That's good. That's a good idea. Especially based on the week we've had in the last nine, ten days of what we've been reading on the emails. You're saying we should do coke? (laughs) No, no, no. Well, you know, I'm I'm, I'm not again it. I do whatever you want. Just again in moderation. Don't go crazy. Couple of toots, like he said. <laughs> I can't do it. It's not for me. It scares me to death. Uh, let me read you something. This is this is something that happens that makes me. This is how the world works, and nobody knows it, right? You think that there's always great planning and amazing background stories to events that happen in the world. Like, wow, that took a lot. And that guy did a lot to deserve whatever it is they're talking about. Well, that ain't the case. I got an email back in December from my friend Leanna. And she runs a charity called the Arizona Pet Project. She's like big on that. That's an awesome, awesome, awesome group of people. And they have a big event in March. And it says back in December, John, would you be interested in serving as our honorary chair for the Hero Awards this March. The role doesn't involve any actual work on your part. This is how people ask me to help out with stuff. Because they know the next thing's like, what do I have to do? Uh, just to help us out, leave the name. We would uh, be honored to include you uh, and, you know, be part of this, right? So I just said, uh, I don't want to be a disappointment. <laughs> is there anything that I have to do that is inevitably going to make an entire room say... Oh, what a disappointment. She goes, quite literally, you don't have to do anything. So you're looking at this year's 2024 Hero Awards for the Arizona Pet Project Gala Ball this Saturday. I am the honorary chair. What does that entail? I have no idea. And it basically says, no, you've done a lot of work for us without any recognition. We just want to tip our caps. Instead, I I don't know that I've done. I even said, I'm like, I don't know that I've done enough to, like, there's got to be more people who have done a lot more. They're like, no, it's just a nice thing. Like, it's very nice of you. I'm, I'm nothing more than a disappointment for this. But I have to say thank you to them. It's happening Saturday. It's great for your resume, man. Yeah, I'm, I don't have a resume. I don't even know how to do one. <laughs> like, if I had, if like you were the honorary chair for resumes, I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know how to make one. I would go online and copy another resume. I don't. So I don't know what that means. But it's a really nice thing. I, I'm pretty sure that's it. But my brain only works in one way. If like somebody's going to throw old fruit and tomatoes at me when they hear when because they had all they needed was a picture and then they gave me like access to the thing. Like, I don't. Um, I feel guilty. I haven't know, done anything. It's like being the marshal for the Rose Bowl parade. They have to have some responsibility, right? 
They have to have no. Nothing. I think they just put them. I mean, because it's always a famous person. I'm not famous. That's, that's the scary part is that people are going to be like, "Who the hell is this guy?" And then you know, I don't have to. I like I don't have to even like say a, a give a speech. No, I, I just show up. And that is that scares me that I'm walking into. It feels like a when they give people Super Bowl tickets and then you get arrested for some pedophilia thing. That you, it feels. Like I'm being trapped. This is a trap. And I know her, so I know it's not. But I feel like... And I've been to the event three years in a row. Chris Hansen's going to come out I, of That's what work. I keep thinking. I'm like, this is too easy. Hi like, there. nothing's this easy. And like, no, we just want to honor you. Please, do nothing. Show up. Be here at 6 o'clock on the 2nd of March. I'm like, but... But it feels like I've done nothing to deserve this. It's okay. Just show up. I'm going to jail, aren't I? What did I do? <laughs> but I get to be the honorary chair. So it got me thinking for Rock Wars. A band who is probably the least deserving of having written a song so great. Like just douchebags beyond belief. People that you can't stand. Like, are you kidding me? These guys and all the accolades that get heaped on them for being that. You know, the per- they, they literally did nothing to achieve the greatness. The song did everything. It was like a whoops kind of moment. I've got my band in mind right now. Uh, and they were, you know, they're lauded. They're revered. And really, when you look at them, you're like, wow, boy, did these guys just stumble into that. What a goof. Maybe they're not even that great at playing. Maybe the song was written by someone else. Something that you're thinking to yourself, wow, the most undeserving, successful rock band of all time. And not because their music sucks. They do. <laughs> there are people you're like, these guys? Ah. I got two in my head right now that would make you go like, man, I don't know what they did to get this kind of power, but they got it. Uh, you got any suggestions? Holmberg at 98kupd.com. That's where you throw that. Text 97936. Those are solid, too. You can throw that out there as well. From your honorary chair of an event that I fear now, even though it is a great event and they raise a lot of money and do a lot of things for local pet charities and uh, everything. Uh, they're just awesome. Every every pet charity shows up. Most of them are kind of like trying to do their own thing. They all are there together. It's a beautiful thing. And Leanne is such a, a wonderfully kind person, and I think the world of her. And then I got to do this, and it makes me nervous that I'm not doing anything. Uh, it's a sting. I'm going to be in the back room, I, or I should be serving drinks or something. I should I should do something. But we all wander through the imposters of the world that end up getting credit for something, lifetime achievement for just showing up. So that's the Rock Wars today. It's a it's a little more thinky today. Look at the eyebrows on Brett. He's got his brain He's around deep. something. Yeah, uh, it's nine thirty eight. If you want to suggest something, you know how. We'll get to Rock Wars next. It's ninety eight. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. It's time. For this week's battle of musical supremacy known as Rock Wars. Marathi by our friends at Mo Money Pawn. Shorter long-term collateral loans from $10 to over 100000 American dollars. No credit needed. And top dollar paid. With the entire process just taking several minutes. MoMoneyPawn.com. Chevelle's a perfect example of what's happening in this week's Rock Wars. Which is a band that's just like, you would say the words, they need more credit. That kind of thing. And some bands get too much credit, and then you listen to their songs, and you're like, damn it, kind of like them. But you just, see, you just see Instagram influencer kind of, wow, 
What are you famous for again? You got a couple songs. In the, how did you do this? You're, you're borderline stupid. Someone that gets way too much decoration and accolades. And you're just like, man, boy, did they stumble into it. The same way I stumbled into being named this year's honorary chairperson at the Hero Awards. <laughs> I, well, it's not I'm like confused you did by nothing. Okay, but it's it's next to nothing. And I, one of my questions when they ask me is, what do I have to do? Like, that's the wrong thing. Like, somebody should be like, this is such an honor. I appreciate that. I'll do anything. My first question was, ooh, what, 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 do, you, what do you expect? the first thing they did was tamp you down right. a little bit. Don't worry about like, it. Hey. We know you're built for nothing. <laughs> we'll do everything. I'm like, okay, I can handle that. My fear was, is this something I can ruin? We need a name and a face. Ian Schwartz wasn't available. Yeah, it makes sense. I think he's hosting. If, oh. if like... <laughs> It makes sense to me because I'm living it. You're an idiot that people are now going to say, you do good things. And then heap expectations on me to continue that, and I'm barely tying my own shoes. So this guy says, I know you're uncomfortable accepting this, John, but you should definitely bask in the glory of your award and your honor. Uh, with the knowledge that this is probably going to infuriate every Gilbert mom that has been calling you every disparaging name under the sun for the last two months. Glory be to you, Holmberg. That's true. It does piss off the right people. And that's exactly the wrong thing to want. Another one says... But that makes me a perfect example of putting my picture up. Tonight we honor this jackass. (laughs) Dexter says, John, hopefully you'll understand where I'm going with this. You've hit that point in your career. Yes, you're Fraser Crane. <laughs> Hello, Seattle. I'm listening. Uh, somebody wanted it. Michael wanted to know if this was going to be the uh, post in the brochure, the picture of you. There. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's Steve Martin from Roxanne. There's a bird nesting. Go f*** yourself. <laughs> they picked the picture. It'll be a surprise to me. One thing I did have to do was buy a new suit because just in case they picked a picture for me being there last year. Did you get a new yarmulke for this? Same one. Yeah, I got a new yarmulke. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right. Uh, so you understand that with the rock bands, it's the same thing. If you were to turn on your TV and say, tonight we honor this idiot, and then you're like, this guy. The world, just it's just an uninterrupted avenue of green lights for this idiot, and all he's got is a couple of songs, and damn it if I don't like the songs, but does he deserve this? Kind of praise, Brett. I'm going to start with you. All right. This is going to go kind of from the hatred point, and every time I l- listen to this guy... I hear from this guy. The guy can't sing. He can't play. He's got terrible songs. Idiots only pretty much for the most part know two of his songs. And there's nothing worse than going into a bar and hearing some asshole singing, <laughs> get the goddamn salt oh, when it comes on the jukebox. You're doing it. And then he does a damn song about cheeseburgers in paradise. What a pile of crap. Jimmy Buffett. The guy does not deserve anything. He falls into the category, in my opinion, this way. Way so too much praise. Other than Brady, maybe. But I mean, right. Brady likes it. The guy died. You've nailed Worth $1 billion. Yeah. And you look at it and you're like, really? Gaming yeah. the system, Brett. I'm telling you. Gamed the system. That's what we're doing. Nothing worse than this. jackasses dancing to this at a bar in Tommy Bahamas shirts. God, I hate them all. Jimmy Buffett is infuriated, Brett. I love every second of it. Brady, go. Well, you're talking about avenues after avenues of green lights. Yeah. IQs being very low. Barely make it. They've put out great music, but yeah. it's like, how are they doing this? Yeah. And then this guy's going to be the chairman of your... The smoke heart. and mirrors. Yeah. I'm going to say the whole band. Motley Crue. 
Perfect. You've nailed it. You have nailed it. Is there anybody that doesn't seem they've stumbled into everything in their lives, including the problems? But they're idiots. And then we all just bob our heads for their millions and millions of dollars worth of success. Perfect. They lived it. The idiot brigade that just manages to just stumble into piles of money. They had a bunch of songs. You got to get the two of them. Huge. Nice one, Brady. That's a good one. Mine is even more. It's going to touch some people. Oh, you're going to hit. This is going to hit a nerve. And and it's because I actually really like him, but I wouldn't trust him to to feed my fish. Like this dude's had more success based on you just sat with him. sitting in a room. Well, yeah, you stood with him. And you were worried the whole time. It was like being in hospice. <laughs> it is a truly a strange success story of no end, and the music's remarkable. But people just heap praise on him. If it wasn't for music, wouldn't have made it to 20. Would have electrocuted himself accidentally <laughs> in a toaster. Probably isn't allowed to be in the kitchen and work the microwave. He'll blow up the house. Machine Gun Kelly? Ozzy Osbourne. (laughs) This guy should never be the honorary chair of anything in his life. And yet all of his music seems to be like, you can barely function as a human being and you come up with 30 of these songs. Tonight we honor Ozzy Osbourne like this should be happening. Just give him credit for the songs. Don't let him come up. Song too, Mr. Crowley. All right, John Gordon, it's late. You've got to pick it. John's the only hope. Will it be Crowley uh, by Ozzy? Will it be anything by Motley Crue or Brett's incredibly furious? How did Jimmy Buffett make a billion dollars? I still don't. It blows my mind. Two of these artists I'm a big fan of. Yeah. <laughs> so Motley Crue and Buffett. So I really can't vote against them. I would have to go with the Jimmy Buffett. Oh, thank you. Jimmy Buffett. Oh, you're thank picking you. the worst one. Oh. He is the worst one. Two songs. Sort of hijacking the entire idea, but still I understand it. He has more than two songs, which is even worse. Go to Name his them. shows. Oh, I can't. That's what I'm like saying. Him. That's what I'm saying. Go He's to his shows. two songs. Go to the, oh, f- I know. the cult that follows him. Two songs. Goddamn parrot heads. <laughs> <laughs> I have disdain for him as well. Oh. Not like you, evidently. No, I think it's cool. Everybody was shocked I didn't take Green Day. I get them. I just See, don't I think, like them personally. I think also Tool falls in this category. Oh, you're going to totally. piss some people off. I know. Yeah. But I think those are those moments where everybody gets a little too hyped up about Tool. The, the whole I don't think they're Maynard lacking intelligence necessarily. I think Maynard. No, but, yeah, but he's yeah. too smart for his own good sometimes. But if you had the picture up, it's tonight we honor Maynard for all he's accomplished. And you're like, accomplished. Tool and all the rest of the stuff just pisses me off. It's the trifecta. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Tool, Perfect Circle, and Pussifer. All yeah. three of them. There's a whole There's a whole lot of arrogance it's in the, all three. John Gordon nailed it. It's the Kardashian effect. It's like, I get why you're famous, but really? Billions of dollars? That's Buffett. And I've looked, <laughs> and I've tugged it to her video, and I just feel great shame. I, you feel like you're contributing to bad things. Everything your son or daughter should never become, and yet they manage to be successful because of it. That's me. Anyway. So there, we're not playing any Buffett. You win, but we're not playing it. Hey, I'm good with that. We're jumping right into the next thing. I am good with that. But thank you very much to the uh, the hero, the pet project, and the hero awards thing that's going on this weekend. 
somehow or another I got involved in that and the embarrassment that will ensue when they say we have to thank our chair this year. I'm like, don't skip. No, you don't. Skip it. All these people in that room are going to be like, wonderful, wonderful. You're going to be the guy in the crowd heckling yeah. yourself. Literally what they won't know in a room of a couple thousand people is when they introduce me as the honorary chairperson. Is my first question was, do I have to do anything? <laughs> I'm the only honorary chair that said that. I'm like, and I said it in a nice way. I'm like, I don't think I deserve any credit for this. This is it's not false humility. I don't think I do anything. I don't know how lazy I am. I was afraid I'd have to do something. And it would be like like one of those fifth grade projects where you think you did a pretty cool thing. And then the kid next to you built an active volcano. And so you just kind of throw yours And away. you have like five drawings <laughs> of a dog. Like, uh-oh. That's my world. Anyway, it's time for the entertainment drill. There's a, oh, and I also have to say thanks to Mike Broomhead. Uh, I'm on another thing. Somebody brought it up. Don't forget. This is an email actually said, don't forget, you're also currently the guest on a show called Amazing Arizonans. I'm like, I know. And I told him I shouldn't do that either. Find that link on our uh, Facebook yeah. page. Get a lot of nice feedback on that. They did a good job editing that, but they took out the best story, which was the trying to get fired from the zone. The cowards at the zone wouldn't fire me. Well, because it's Regis Blow and the contestants on who oh, wants to be yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't have that on Bonneville. And Mike texts me. He goes, we can't. Run the the Regis story was like twelve fifteen minutes long because I went through the whole detailed thing. I knew I was getting fired on a Friday, and I'm like, let's see if we can get these pricks to do it earlier. Who wants to be a millionaire was super popular at the time. Regis offered a fourth lifeline to the contestant. You blow me, I'll give you the million dollars right now. And then we did we simulated oral sex for a good three minutes on the radio. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Big Daddy is ready. Oh, here we go. Oh yeah. The worst part was the producer at the time was a guy named Kevin Butler. And all he did was just go, ar, 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 for three minutes. <laughs> it was great. And the boss poked his head in. We're going to lose our license. What, what are you doing? And I'm like, I guess you should probably fire me today. Oh. But he was scared to death. And I had to go two more days before I got canned. Though they couldn't air that on. But that's the uh, editor. That's the director's cut. Anyway, you can check that out. Did you do a, uh, your Jim Cross impersonation and everything else? Uh, we talked about Jim. We really? talked about the gang. Yeah. <laughs> they probably cut all that out, too. I don't know. Maybe it's just me saying hi, and then Mike talks yeah. about other people. What a good guy. Hey, there's <laughs> this guy. All right. Anyway, here's some real people from Arizona who are good. Uh, yeah. I'm the living embodiment of jackass. And yet people are like, you're great. I'm like, at what? At what do I have to do? Here's a picture of you. We're going to honor you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is not going to. You're making a mistake. Uh, anyway, uh, the Entertainment Drill is brought to you by ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black, uh, and that is a place you need to go right now to get yourself all buttoned up and ready for this crazy mixed-up world we got going on right now. Uh, I heard a story the other day that they are using drones to steal your uh, credit card information now. They can scan it? Yeah, they can do it from drones. So get One of those RFID wallets. Starting to get into the world where it's not even people you have to defend yourself from. It's stuff. Like that. Yeah, you got to get one of those wallets that's like built of tinfoil hats. The tinfoil hat people are turning out to be kind of onto something. Uh, but you still can't defend yourself against the goofballs that are doing it the old-fashioned way and just trying to swipe your wallet or do something silly. And again, it's just your wallet. Let them have it. That's it. Somebody takes your wallet and you're you know, no reason to go fisticuffs with them. They can have it. You can cancel all your cards and uh, just lament the fact that you lost the picture of uh, a couple of things. You should have it on your phone anyway. Uh, there's all sorts of things you learn in uh, self-defense training, that's real good self-defense training that makes you realize, I don't need to do anything about this. 
I need to sit back and live and stay safe. De-escalating a situation is the first line of self-defense. It's amazing stuff. Uh, and a, just, there's a picture of me from 1998 I on love the, the Mariner's hat. I yeah, what's Mariner's up with that? I had a Mariner's hat handy, and we were fifth picture day, and I didn't know. <laughs> Why did you pull that up? I was in the middle of something good. Anyway, <laughs> the seminars are available at reactdefense.com. They still have a couple left for their April 5th uh, women's self-defense seminar. They've got the I'll airline one. They've got the uh, de-escalation. They've got the active shooter. They're all lined up and ready to go. All their seminars are incredible. Their classes are even better. One-on-one training is available as well on top of the fact that the classes are hands-on you're getting one-on-one training and the price uh per month is about the same as you'd pay for an hour of personal training in a gym it's ridiculous so hop on this thing get in great shape and get smarter reactdefense.com the home of tactical black uh, brady entertainment before you do where did you find that uh batman went to school uh, with kevin oh he did yeah KB? so he, he sent that over to me i haven't talked to kevin in a while <laughs> talk about a guy that deserves some accolades gary sinise but he had a rough day. His uh, son, Mac, died after a battle with cancer. Ugh. He's 33 years old. He's had a rough few months then. Yikes. Yeah. Um, he gave a pretty spot said, thank you, Mac. You you did it. Resurrection and revival will live on. And so will you. It's our hearts forever. He was involved in the Cancer Foundation deal. And then Gary Sinise has always yeah. been involved with the veterans. I didn't even know. I just saw the headline. I'm like, oh, I didn't know Gary Sinise had that trouble going on. That's bad. He's a good dude. He, he seems like a Man. great person. Um, got uh, Jennifer Lopez. She has a, This Is Me Now. It's a short film that could have been different. Um, she wanted a bunch of different celebrity cameos. Mm-hmm. She asked some people to do it. She went through a list of ones who turned it down. And the, by the way, she's so old, this should be called This Is it's Me Mom. greatest love story never told. <laughs> <laughs> this, um, is this is Mima. She said, uh, here's a, uh, some of the people that passed on an opportunity. Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, Jason Momoa, Lizzo. Wow. Nobody wanted to do Snoop it. Snoop Dogg. They didn't have enough budget in their Ben Barney. Room. <laughs> they're, they're just cutting off letters from people's names now. Yeah. Ariana Grande. <laughs> Liz. Yeah. Lizzo. Liz, Liz, Liz Zero. Because <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, zero. <laughs> Neil DeG Tyson. That's right. He wouldn't do the This Is Me Ma special with Jennifer Lopez? No, he ended up, uh, he, he showed up. Oh, he is in it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Those were all people Here's who the one she face. did book. Jane Fonda, Trevor Noah, Kiki Palmer, Post Malone. Wait. You said the other ones didn't show up. They uh, yeah, they turned it down. Yeah, turned it down. But then you said that Neil deGrasse Tyson did show. I was up. just I was looking for another name to shorten. But oh, I, and I reversed around. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Ooh, it is ten o'clock. Yep, it's ten oh seven. He's Ugh. got one eye closed. There are drunk and drivers the safer Apple right TV now series? on the road than Brady being on the streets. The dynasty. You know, who I know too is that he starts shouting over me to get out of here when I start a sentence. <laughs> yeah. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Not doing this. Let me do another story and hurry up. <laughs> now, now he's putting them all down. He's done. Good. Yeah. He's done. No, no, we're not good. You're not yeah. done. Do your job. Let's go, G. Do your yes. job. Pick it up. Just because I, you. <laughs> I'm quitting. That's it. Go. You started a story. Brett, you're a Dune fan. You like the original Dune with Sting in it? No. Just want to let you know he okay. has the. Uh, the cod piece he wore in the original version, he still has it. That's oh, nice. Puts it on for 
Trudy every now and then. <laughs> Before tantric old people sex. <laughs> With Jennifer Lopez. And on the yeah. heels of Rock Wars, uh, Fish has announced their new summer oh. tour dates. There's another one. Bruce Springsteen is on that list. Somebody just emailed me. So what about Springsteen? Like, oh, yeah. the dude gets way too much credit for what he's done. And some of the stuff's good. He's a guy just like you. Some of the stuff's good. Like, Born to Run's a great song. But come on. But he's a guy just like you. Yeah, we got him on the Mount Rushmore up there. And it's like, what are we doing? Music from uh, Jimi Hendrix, Elvis Presley, and Bob Marley. And other artists from 1969 have been placed on the surface of the moon in a time capsule. On their side. It was part of the... Uh, <laughs> that thing tipped over. Yeah. moon landing. But it tipped that, over. It's useless. From last Thursday. Yeah. They tipped over and they can't get it back up. It's a big pile that's, of waste. That's how they're leaving it. Should have put Buffett's catalog up there and left it. <laughs> Should have Jimmy The masters there. so we can't ever hear it again. Just let it float yes. in space. Nirvana just came up on the list. That was one I thought of too. You get to start realizing how stupid and awful Kurt Cobain was outside of just that band. I almost went with the Grateful Dead too. That's a good one. And I like Nirvana's music, but man, those dudes were intolerable. If, if you knew them in high school, you'd have hated them. You'd have told them, you're never going to amount to anything. There were the guys out at Smoker's Corner. Yeah, yeah but Grohl would be an honor. Grohl's different. Yeah. He wasn't the original guy. Yeah. He showed up after they'd started to kind of go. But man, as people, tonight we honor Kurt Cobain. For what? Let's be honest. It's like a couple of lucky songs. Radiohead's another one. Don't get it. Some great songs, but so much praise. Oh, there's a lot in this. Uh, John Gordon mentioned uh, Dave Matthews too. Dave Matthews, so much praise. Yeah, uh, five, it takes five million songs. Now he's prolific. He writes a ton of songs, but it's Taylor Swift to a certain degree. Oh man, She's but getting, that's one of the motivations why people wanted to be rock stars. Yeah, that you don't have to be bright or good at anything, so long as you get a couple of hits. I thought so you were going to go with the Doors. I can't listen to their music. I don't actually, I'm one of the weird ones that I don't like any of their songs. Mm. I think they're all bad. Uh, there you go. Interesting topic. Starts debate. That's the point of Rock Wars. There you go. We're all done. Larry's coming up in just a few minutes. He's going to give you all sorts of chances at things. Listen to Larry. Find out what you can win just by being nice and smiling with Larry. He's a lovely young man. We're done. We will talk to you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Thank you.